0: Oh, is this your first time in Trollskull? Let me tell you one of my favorite stories. And we're
1: live. Hello, we're and
2: working. welcome. Hi! <laughs> welcome to D4R. I, Dustin, and I, Devin, Cody, I'm a Fifth Edition game of Dungeons
1: and Dragons. Oh, Always.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, there's there's <laughs> dragons.
3: There are. <gasps> I love dragons. Yeah.
1: Uh, before we get going for the evening, we have a few announcements to get through. Yes. Um.
2: We're well, we having are you good. You having a, a few? Uh... It almost wanted to update. Oh, We're yeah. not doing oh, that. No, <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, gather around your wireless receivers and lend an ear to the most riveting tale of terror and mystery. Are you ready to be transported into the chilling heights of a secluded mountain? Introducing the Velvet Lodge, a spine-tingling journey into the unknown that will have you on the edge of your seat.
1: Unveil the secrets of the Velvet Lodge as four strangers heed enigmatic letters and venture into its shadowy embrace. Confront malevolent mysteries, decipher cryptic puzzles, and witness fears come to life in a world where reality and nightmare intertwine. Are you ready to join the cast in their struggle against the unknown? Discovering what lurks behind each creaking door and uncovering the truth that binds them to the Lodge's melancholic past? (laughs)
2: Nope. <laughs> feel the rivers sh- down your, uh, feel the shiver down your spine as you listen to the echoes of the past and footsteps of the damned. Will our protagonist escape the clutches of the macabre game, or will they be forever entwined into the lodge's dark history? Tune in to find out. So turn out, turn down the lights, stoke the fire, and end. let the enchanting aura of this haunting tale embrace you as journey into the unknown with the Velvet Lodge. And you can watch all seven episodes of the show uh, as
1: it is fully released now on our YouTube channel at Elder Eye or listen to it wherever you catch your favorite podcast show. Stay up to date on our socials as we will be a, 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 introducing a behind-the-scenes uh, short and have a cast and crew live Q&A, um, so make sure to submit questions uh, to the Velvet Lodge questions channel on our Discord, linked in the chat, and our socials. Yes. <clears throat>
2: Are your players giving you a run for your gold pieces? Do you find yourself struggling to conjure up perfect monsters to throw at your disorderly adventurers? Fear not, Dungeon Master, for we have the ultimate solution to your tabletop troubles. Trust in the heart of the cards and embrace the chaos with our brand new Pandemonium Encounter cards. With a stack of 30 wickedly crafted cards at your fingertips, you'll have the power to unleash terror and excitement on your players like never before.
1: Designed to rest on the top of your DM screen, it makes it easy to have quick reference for both sides of the table. They feature all new gorgeous wa- artwork on the front and DM info on the back. The DM info includes the full D&D stat block and exclusive Beetle and Grimm's tactical tips that include combat hints for the DM provided in collaboration with award-winning monster combat blogger, Keith Amon. Uh, these monsters... Awesome. Yeah, these monster cards will help you make the most of your encounters by tactfully keeping your players on their toes and providing visual threats to haunt your players' uh, imaginations. So, if you're looking for a way to add excitement and variety to your D&D games, then you need Beetle & Grim's Encounter Cards. Order your set today at BeetleAndGrims.com.
2: Think
3: good. Oh, hi. I was just looking through Die Hard Dice's website, because um, today's kind of a big deal. It's, it is my eldest nibbling's birthday, and not just that, it's their 18th birthday. So oh. I'm struggling a little bit today. Um, but their favorite color is purple. So I decided that I was going to go on to Die Hard Dice's website and find a pretty set of purple dye because they're kind of interested in getting into gaming. And y'all, there are so many pretty ones, I can't pick. Like, I really like the Mage's Guild Conjuration set. It's a metal die set that's purple with this really pretty kind of blue um, for, for the, the numbers and stuff, and I love that. But I don't know if she would like the heft of metal, so I was looking at a couple other ones, and there are some absolutely gorgeous Alicia dice that I'm thinking she might like so I'm probably just going to buy a couple of them for her because I'm going to use discount code D4BFFs or D4BFGs and get 10% off that order and it's gonna help support our show. So it's like a birthday for everybody. I suggest you head to Die Hard Dice. Look for your favorite color of dice. Use the discount codes. Get yourself an extra set since you use the discount code and you're saving money. (laughs) Dieharddice.com.
4: My brain's still scrambled from that Velvet Lodge intro. The Circus of Values.
3: (laughs) It's really neat.
4: Speaking of a Circus of Values, do you like Critical Role or maybe just Liam O'Brien like myself? Uh, Well, Tal'Dorei campaign setting Reborn is now available in D&D Beyond. (laughs) It contains awesome things such as nine subclasses, seven feats, and five backgrounds for your character creator, over 35 magic items including Vestiges of Divergence, legendary artifacts that grow with their wielders, and more than 40 creature stat blocks. Looking forward to that absolute terror that my DM is gonna add to my campaign, as well as even character backdrops, and new lore and updated stat blocks for every member of Vox Machina. So check it out it's currently on sale for 25% off so you Ooh. can pick it up for 29.99 instead of 39.99 so head on over to dndbeyond.com
3: and I saw you nod No
5: No <laughs> It's a
3: bad DM It's a
5: bad DM <laughs> No It's no, all I'm giving back again once again here I am, you cannot run away from me, I'm always around here, and even if I sound like Katie Atkins, I am not. I am also uh, Eldon Kevin, more powerful than you can possibly imagine, working here for Eldritch Foundry, the most powerful wizard working from inside my basement where my mother has brought me, yes, another bowl of mac and cheese. It does not matter, it is easy mac and it is quick. So, if you want your chance to win an Eldritch family miniature, put in hashtag Eldritch in the chat for your chance to win the coolest miniature you could possibly get for your table. Hashtag Eldritch right into the chat for your chance to win a miniature that can be anything you want using the fantastic character creator, which is just like your favorite video game is able to make anything you want and they're always adding new cool stuff in fact if you want something new and cool right now you can put in hashtag Eldritch just like I said before and win your own twenty minutes. Miniature or put d 4 D into their coupon code 15% off your own 20 Fanny Miniature uh, Kevin's on super speed right now he cast haste on himself right before he came onto the screen so there's nothing he can do about it he has to talk like this at all times oh no hey. a level of exhaustion
6: okay now hey. can you repeat that for me
5: <laughs> hashtag Eldritch into the Chat.
3: Oh. oh, I wanted to ask Eldon Kevin about how you can do new face poses on uh, Eldritch Foundry.
5: By using your mouse, you can use it right now if you wanted to. It's very, very easy. Go into Eldritch uh, Foundry and go and make your own character, whatever pose you want. Not only facial expressions, but also your arms and legs. You can do all sorts of crazy stuff. Exhaustion level two. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ask any
7: more questions. We can't deal with any more exhaustion. No more. Yeah. Take a short rest. It'll be okay. It'll be fine. I was gonna say that Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a lot like Elden. Kevin's talking about Eldritch Foundry about how much new stuff is coming out. Uh, and if you've been playing, then you've been playing with Lazelle, who is awesome and also is disapproving of everything. I mean, let's let's just face it. I live for her disapproval. I yes, you have to live for her disapproval <laughs> because that's the only thing you're gonna get. But What you'll also get is her awesomely jumping out into the middle of the formation with her sword and doing a big psychic blast and then everything dies. And it's awesome. So if you would like to get Laiselle in your game, even though she's gonna disapprove of it, go ahead and put in this code, which will get you a free Electrum chest in your game to help you gear up Laiselle. And uh, hopefully she'll approve of the gear that comes out of that.
4: We'll we'll have to see.
7: We'll have to see what what gear you reap, bite, and chiz.
4: Reap, bite, chiz. Cheese. It's
7: like easy, Mac.
4: Listen, I'm the one in charge of
7: these codes, and I'm still surprised whenever they come up with stuff like this, okay?
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Without further ado, let us immerse ourselves. Let's go
7: to D4! (laughs)
0: Exhausting level three!
2: (laughs) Hello, we're back. Welcome. Last time, on departing decisions and a discovered dad, the BFGs headed back to the Spirits of Trollskull Manor after leaving Nim and having a very real conversation about his future. Karina and Orkira get together and bond by talking about the different worlds they hail from while Orkira asks many questions about Karina's, where Karina feels comfortable and lets Orkira know that because in her world, it's mostly non-human creatures. And so Orkira is the only one that reminds her of home. Uh, soon, the BFGs are greeted uh, with having dinner with Laurel, Vajra, Reneir, Ranaer, and Renair's new friend,
5: Robin. Because Reneir
2: now has an imp familiar for some reason. Uh, The party then um, uh, talks
1: about where they go next, what they do with Vajra, Laurel, and Renere, trying to see if they can get any information about the Sea of Fallen Stars. Uh, And when Seisha remembers about the floating obelisk that she saw in the vision of the Far Realm, or when they went to the Far Realm, um, there was a Zintarum who speaks up and says that he actually has heard of a city called Brasune in Akanul, which is just off the coast of the Sea of Fallen Stars, um, and is potentially a place to start. Petunia then cast Legend Lore on the Sea of Fallen Stars. Uh, and learns a lot of information about uh, all of what the Sea of Fallen Stars is, and what resides there, and what they could possibly uncover and encounter.
2: <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> The players then debate on if they should go to Candlekeep or Baldur's Gate. Um, but <laughs> having uh, some. <laughs> the reason why our players are are having an existential crisis is because we had a Patreon game that was canon to D4. They might know what's going on in other parts of the world. And, it's
4: not good. And, and we uh, refuse to metagame. Well, yeah, though. you can't.
2: You can't. Yeah, there's game. no
4: way.
2: <laughs> um, but. As they have this debate, Karina looks into history as be, she is granted a vision from the Raven Queen to learn about George Forsworn's dad, Aben, by seeing through the eyes of his wife, Adorin.
1: Uh, Orkira then sends a sending to Aben, uh, in a, which he replies in a heartbreaking way where he believes that angels are calling to him to tell him it is his time to go and return to his deceased wife, where Akira quickly says, no, 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 no.
3: Didn't he think she was his wife?
2: It was first, and then, oh no, this must be Angel's calling to oh, me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> uh, but uh, as uh, that is uh,
1: cleared up a bit, uh, as uh, Akira tells him that uh, they're just reaching out uh, about his car's extended warranty... Uh, No, just kidding, Uh, about talking about his son, uh, George, and (laughs) which uh, he replies solemnly that um, he will speak to them if they come to Baldish Gate.
4: Not gonna lie, I expected a very, uh, like, Boromir Aramur, I have no son. (laughs) I was a little worried about that, yeah.
1: Yeah. At which point uh, everybody splits off to go to bed, uh, where Harold and Petunia go and have a conversation and get back together. uh, As as Harold or Petunia uses detect thoughts to peer into his memory of what of how he sees her after she loses all memories of the feelings and love that she has towards Harold from the deal with Baba Yaga. 12 babies. Earl then bothers Harold about a possible gift that he left him, but hid it where he can't get to it. At which point, Harold pulls out a cane that he received from Foss at which point Petunia identifies it to reveal that it is a modified shotgun with dragon's breath. A single use dragon's breath round.
3: I find it really interesting that he had that given the fact dragon's breath is magic.
1: Is it a mundane yeah.
3: dragon's breath? Yes, it
2: is. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 think about real world's dragon's breath.
3: Yeah, yeah, No, I thought about it after,
2: and you described it Karina as dragon's breath, napalm. and I was like, wait.
3: Think about how Karina made
4: napalm. <laughs> right,
2: yeah. Uh, so. Napalm cane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davil then had a conversation with Seisha about Harold inducting the Doom Raiders as the Black Network... Um, to take over for the Zentarum and everything once the city's re established and Harold is obviously made uh, the new open lord or whatever the government system may be. Uh, but while there, Seisha also took a moment to ask Vinley permission to use her amulet of health. And although she cannot respond, Davil insisted that she would understand. Um, but the next morning, before they left, they also have a package. Uh, waiting for them on the outside of the door from Laurel that says, with a note, um, with uh, the BFGs, signed, it says, Thanks for saving the city once again. Hopefully this will aid you in saving the world. Sorry
1: it could not be more, but we have a lot of the city to rebuild from the horde you returned from Neverember. And inside is 600 platinum. Um, which has already been added to your character sheet, so each of you has 100 platinum added to your character sheets.
7: Nice, thank you. Fuck you. thank
1: you. Uh, At which point Uh, then, uh, the BFGs head out to the the tree in the courtyard. Karina casts Transport via Plants, and that is where we pick up tonight's story.
7: Karina, I think your tree put something in my bag. I've got a whole bunch more platinum than I did before we left. Oh yeah, we call that that a thank you. I I mean, we should give the tree the thank you, right? Not the tree thanking us? It's thanking us for
4: being kind.
7: You know, some people, they
4: just run right on through.
2: But as you all step out into the world once again, your body feels all tingly from the feeling of instantly transporting magically through another living organism. You first notice the sun upon your skin feels warmer, as if winter hasn't fully set in quite yet this far south the rustic sounds and earthy smells of farming slum life mingle here with the acrid stench and cacophonous sounds of a bustling city a fairly fairly busy slum town greets you as your feet hit the compacted grass of the well-worn area more dirt now than vegetation Merchants, travelers, and caravans loiter and move about, stabling their beasts of burden in carts in order to transfer their wares to city-sanctioned conveyance for a nominal fee. Looking around, you see a
1: fair share of the menagerie of races that most of you are used to. However, for Karina, it is still far too mundane for you to feel at home. Except you all notice a substantial number of mountain dwarves running many of the smitheries and farrier shops. A massive line of many of the merchants stand at the weight outside the massive twin-tower porticlaces that stretch out to the east and west for miles. Uh, with a colossal wall nearly twice as, as tall as those you were used to in Waterdeep. And something that strikes you is the militant watch and soldiers um, are even more apathetically rigid and numerous than anywhere in Waterdeep.
2: I uh, just sent you something um, in Facebook if you guys want to look oh, at pretty. that. Oh uh, The form of these uh, watch and soldiers mimics the oppressive, oh, the, their form mimics the oppressive black dragon gate that you look upon where not only Fire and soot stain the top giving its namesake, but also the gargantuan black dragonhead card from onyx stone that lords over the gate's entrance from on high. You can see every person entering is questioned heavily, and their wares are thoroughly investigated and sometimes even pilfered. Amongst the crowd, you see a few others that look like militant guards, if only... F- uh, if only for their attire, that stands apart from the guards upon the walls and the portcullis gate. Knightly figures in full plate with ruby-red tabards adorned atop. Some even carry shields that match the emblem emblazoned upon their chest. A red fist engulfed in yellow flame with an inverted diamond spearhead. You can easily infer that these are the members of the Flaming Fist you heard about, a mercenary group that rigorously enforces laws as they see fit and deem necessary within the walls of Baldur's Gate. What are you doing?
3: Um, as we're still outside, uh, Seisha is going to say, Hey, um, I... There's something I think we need to talk about before we proceed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm afraid it's gonna put you on the spot, Karina. Oh?
0: Is that something to do with all these weird pictures of this weird, <laughs> handsome guy they're all taking down from the walls and putting up pictures of Neverember in their place?
3: No, but he is remarkably handsome. One might right? say a silver fox. That
0: is. Eh. They might. That
3: is it. Um, yeah. No, I... uh. I've been thinking about something, and I'm... Seish, I'm very sorry, you're not my type. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay. No. Um, I... Yeah. Um... Wrong,
1: wrong city, Ethan, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, That you're thinking of Neverwinter. This oh, is Baldur's Gate. Oh, right, yeah,
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, uh...
5: Anyway.
3: I'm worried about you. Why? Because I know... You are very adamant about the disparity between resources that adventurers have access to mm-hmm. versus the everyday person. Mm-hmm. You have previously indicated that you don't want to be brought back.
4: I'm on the fence. Okay.
3: My, I... We're going into a really bad situation.
8: Mm-hmm.
3: And I don't want to lose you. Well, we've
4: only known each other for a few months. You made it this far without me. Yeah, but now I know you. Your kind doesn't live that long anyway. You won't have long to miss me.
7: Huh. I, I think the point is less the the missing and more the we like we like you. And I so know. yeah.
3: I just, with what we're going into, I I wanted to make sure where you stand on this, because there's a really good chance that things are going to happen, and some of us are going to die again.
0: Well, there I is...
3: appreciate... We don't have
0: to necessarily put her on the spot, because when I was brought back, I had a choice.
4: And... That's what Orkira and I discussed. When the time comes, I'll choose, and well, while I appreciate your sentiments, please understand that my choice of whether I come back or not will not factor any of you all into it.
3: I, I understand that. And the, I don't mean offense by that. The reason I'm asking is because Revivify doesn't give you a choice. It just brings you back.
4: Um, well, if... You bring me back, and I didn't want it. Harold can fireball me in the face. Can I? Can Karina? Can I? Can I
6: say something? Go ahead. So, as someone who—I mean, I, of course, I did work my way up into, you know, a, a different sort of—I I don't know if "class" is the right word—but you know, I, I was a, a, a civilian for a really long time until I—I I, I learned magics and uh, something I learned a little, I you mean, know, in however little life that I've lived, obviously there's there's differences, is that with it, when it comes to the privileges we have as, I, I guess, adventurers, it's hard to really identify as that, but but I understand the, the, the difference. And civilians doesn't necessarily come down to <clears throat> someone being in the destitute state that they're in is more typically a fault of a greater system than it is ours. And so as much power as we do have, perhaps there's some weight to understanding what things we don't have power over and being able to separate those and use the blessings and privileges we have for the greater good, even when we don't have the power to change Well, every individual life, but perhaps the greater population, I mean, as far as, like, the world and the universe. I'm not really putting it the same way I thought about it in my head, because I'm not a speech maker like Harold, but do you understand what I'm saying? I don't know.
4: I appreciate what you're trying to say, I truly do, but we just looked at 12 bodies in Waterdeep and decided who had the best value
6: decide who had a value, we just We
4: did because we chose who got to come back. We didn't know those people. We made an arbitrary decision. So should we, we have don't... just let all guys, of them don't die. You think? No. We see You it. all think everything is so black and white. Sometimes you can just sometimes you can just not have something sit right in your spirit and still keep pushing forward. That's the point. The yeah, point I... is to recognize when things are fucked and still keep I, trying to do the right thing. That's what
3: we're doing. We brought but I back. feel like
4: I'm not allowed to feel uncomfortable with the way things are. I appreciate truly that you all are trying to make me see the positives and everything. I truly do. I just I'm need- not ever going to feel comfortable with the decision we made in Waterdeep, even if it was the perfectly right decision, even if it was all we could do, even if it was the best we could do in the moment. I'm not going to feel right with it, and I don't think that's wrong.
3: Well, do you part, want, if you die, I. do you want me to revivify you? It doesn't give you a choice. I need to know whether you want it or not. Because I Harold have, can do it in a way that he can give you a choice. I can't.
4: I don't have an answer for you. And I don't personally have the ability to art- articulate to you why. I don't
3: know so I you. will say this. Emotions don't always articulate well.
4: I will say this when the time comes, if the time comes, I mean, come on, let's not be morbid. I want you to seriously don't react on your emotions, who you'll miss, who you don't want to lose. I want you to sit with it for a moment and truly think about if it's what I would want. Because, hell, in the face of battle, Maybe I would want to come back because I think that's the only way the rest of you would survive. Or maybe I think you guys would make it and you'll be fine without me. But I want you to really think about me in the moment. Because if I don't have a choice, then all I can do is rely on you and how much you hopefully know me.
7: Xeysha, I I know the way you do that involves the, the diamonds. And the way I do it doesn't. And you're not wrong. But Karina, if I ever am going to bring you back, you will have a choice. I know. You will get asked. I promise. I know. And that might not be something that everybody can do, but. And I understand. I'll try.
3: I will only do it as a last resort. Understand. But I
4: feel it's important for you all to be able to, like I said, I appreciate the optimism. I think at some point we need to be realistic within ourselves about how fucked everything is. Oh, I am very- Not how traumatizing
3: everything is, that's fucking every day for us. I'm very aware how fucked everything is.
6: And I know I sound optimistic when I talk, but that's that's not what I was trying to convey.
4: What I mean is we all wanna think we're doing the right thing, but at some point it comes down to we're only doing what we think is the right thing. There's no actual right thing. There's no such thing. There's what we think is best, what we think is helpful, what we think is good, but we have to accept that we also could be completely wrong.
7: I have been completely
4: wrong. That's a lot to live with. It It is, is. but I think to actually be a good person is to live with it. We We can't get to a point where we make these decisions without realizing that we will have to carry them. We carry the weight of what we decide, and it's only through accepting that can we continue to actually make the best choices instead of beginning to make choices that are born out of arrogance. Of what we think is the good thing instead of continuing to carry the weight of what we have decided and what we've learned from that i don't feel like i have
6: perhaps i just don't talk about it perhaps we don't just we can't read each other's minds i feel like we all have our own burdens from all the lives we've seen lost and people we haven't been able to bring back i just
4: and i'm the loud mouth that voices i'm saying i
6: agree with you karina i'm sorry i i just i I no i just
4: feel i'm I'm usually the one saying it and I'm usually the one being told that no it's not like that it's more like this and everyone tries to give me the suns and the roses of everything but I think it's fine to just say I hate what happened in Waterdeep I hate it with every fiber of my being but I'm still glad that that person is alive I'm glad they're alive I'm glad we could help somebody I can still hate it.
6: I think we all do
3: I I am grasping at straws. I wish you could have known me before everything happened.
4: I do too, honestly. Everyone seems to talk like you
3: were fantastic. Um I think I was a better person. But I'm trying. And just because it's um It may seem like I'm presenting sunshine and roses because that's all I can see without giving up right now. That's what I'm clinging to. That is the only thing that's keeping me going is finding that hope and I understand You come from a completely different perspective. It's not just that, it's...
4: I've talked about it in pieces, I don't talk about it much. When we were dealing with those cultists and you all saw me get very prickly about all that, it's because I got taken in by a cult, by someone who was supposed to care for us, someone who always did the right thing, someone who was an adventurer who had saved the world. He was a beekeeper before he became an adventurer. <laughs> what better person to lead a whole bunch of people into rebuilding and coming together? But eventually, when you do the right thing enough times, you start to feel that you do know what's the right thing to do. And what do beekeepers do when there start to be problems in the hive? They begin to call the hive. And you go from being a society, rebuilding yourselves to a cult, people are dying outright and the thing is to this day I still don't blame him he started from doing the right thing but even as they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions I don't want to see other good adventures that remind me so much of those adventures that saved our world who are all wonderful people except one he was a scam artist but you know warlocks are like that (laughs) But-
3: A glance at Harold.
0: <laughs> hard, to, hard to argue with it, I was a former scan artist. <laughs> <laughs>
4: they were such good people who saved the world and some of them stayed good and some of them became violent cult leaders. So I think it's, it's good to find the hope, it's good to motivate yourself with the good stuff, but I don't want us to lose the reality of the decisions we're making so that we can not lose ourselves. I um, I like to think knowing
6: the people in this group as long as I have that we won't do that and knowing now what you've told me about your experiences all I can do is hope that you're able to heal from those and Look at us as different situations. Maybe similar, but we're not the same souls. Of we're course not,
4: not. You're not a polar bear. Harold's not a tiefling. Seisha's not a bird. Or Kira, well, oh. dragonborn. Never mind. That's the same. Um, I mean, I have wings. You do. It's yeah, but you're not a tawny hawk. No. Um, But that's more the thing is they were heroes. They were great people. They became bad people. Well, some of them became bad people long after the good was done. They saved our world probably 50 years before I got brought here. I just want us to not... To always remember that just because we are saving the world, just because we are good people now doesn't mean we can't be bad people tomorrow. So we should... Remember that I was a bad person yesterday. So <laughs> we can't oh, be. I a, know Harold and Petunia were expect. a little bad last night.
6: We can only be better or worse. I thought I was the only one who heard that.
4: No, I've been married. I picked up on it quick. Oh, oh
3: I've heard. Wait, what? <laughs> so uh, sorry to put you on the spot. Um, we should probably head into Baldur's Gate, cause mm-hmm. we are on a timetable. Indeed. And, uh, 12 babies, let's go. What? Nothing. Nothing. And I just start walking. <laughs> walking
7: just as fast <laughs> with Seisha.
6: <laughs> hey, uh, hey,
7: Petunia. Um, Double-stepping to keep yeah. up with Seisha. Like, <laughs> as the two of them get, like, just barely out of earshot. Maybe, maybe not Seisha. Uh, but Harold can definitely hear. As Rakhira is going to look down at, at Petunia and say, "I'm very glad that the two of you were able to rekindle your physical relationship last night. And if you need any assistance with anything, you know that's that's totally normal. Uh, don't don't let the the giggling kids get in your way about that." <laughs> I like,
6: okay, the the
7: the <laughs> You appreciate it. Did you not realize that that's what they were talking about? I tell Ellie. Or not like Karina.
3: Everything that's being said. (laughs) Karina's like occasionally Uh,
4: tripping from (laughs) laughing.
1: Yep, and suddenly Mm -hmm. Petunia is as red as Ray's shirt. (laughs) (laughs)
7: Oh, she is. (laughs) I mean, you have to remember, I was a doctor before I was a cleric. Okay. Appreciated, (laughs) Orkira. I'll I'll be sure to let you know when the others are making fun of your romance.
3: You don't need to do that. I don't
6: <laughs> need to know. Okay, we were congratulating.
7: I
3: know right? we were <laughs> we were praising. I'm very proud of them. I just love giggling kids in careers considerably older.
2: <laughs> um, so where are the know. two of you running off to? There is a small town kind of like there are small towns outside the walls of Waterdeep but okay. uh where Waterdeep is mostly like fields and farmlands and things like this this is kind of like a small little homestead that has made its uh trade in like being temporary housing for the beast of burden that uh, people come in for a temporary visit into Baldur's Gate, mm-hmm. and uh, simple wares and things that you might have forgotten while inside, uh, uh, traveling rations, um, shoes for horses, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff.
4: What is the, so far, shall I say, societal makeup? Uh, like
2: we said, in uh, it, akin to Waterdeep, where it's like mm-hmm. everybody else feels normal, you don't feel normal. Yeah. However, All of the smitheries and farriers uh, are are dwarven um, that you notice. Uh, You do see that there is one major line that is entering the portcullis. You also see that there is a smaller line. Now that you're getting closer, Um,
3: I would like to go over where uh, someone has like animals in a pen that they're selling, and uh, I want to go up and just kind of stand at the fence hoping one of the animals will come over. Okay. And when it does, I just kind of start petting it and I'm waiting for the person who's selling them to come over and I'm going to instigate a conversation with them.
2: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm.
3: Because animals.
4: What kind of conversation are you instigating?
3: I'm gonna ask him what the deal with the lines is. Oh, okay. I'm just Get gonna, a little information I'm on just gonna Baldur's talk to Gate. the animal. Oh. <laughs>
2: Uh, so you. Yeah, you why wait that, for the know. guy
3: when you can just ask the horse? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our our ranger and our. I home. bet the horse would have a better. Uh, so like, there's a sign the hanging city.
1: outside. It says uh, Gary Moore Stables
2: and Menagerie.
3: Okay. Yeah, menagerie. Oh no. <laughs> uh,
2: and as you're uh, petting, uh, what you? Yeah, there's a horse that you're petting. You can also see other oxen and. Uh, other beasts like donkeys, mules, mm-hmm. uh, your typical beasts of burden. Yeah. Uh, you also hear very strange noises of creatures that are a little bit further in. Your uh, passive perception will pick up something that sounds like this horrendous like screech gobble. Uh, you hear the growl of uh, of a bear that kind of trails off Uh, one that you recognize uh, after you were attacked by a few Mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm.
3: um, Hearing the different animals, I'm Mm -hmm. going to uh, stop, like Seisha's eyes get big and she grabs the front of the horse's uh, muzzle and just kind of pinches it and squeezes it a little bit so that it does this, because horses love that. And uh, she'll kiss its nose and then head deeper in because, ooh, these sound like more interesting animals. Uh, You see that you cannot
2: enter. (gasps) I go to the door. Okay. Um, As you go to the door, you see a couple of people. uh, And you can see that this uh, acts both as a stable, a place that you can also um, purchase animals uh, and things like that. And eventually, as you're working through that much shorter line, you see uh, someone at the front of that. Um, and is a, d- a dwarven um, mm-hmm. male, uh, bald, uh, with tattoos. A lot of them seeming to be uh, uh, animal uh, motif and okay. nature. And he has a black yes. and gray beard. I love him. Uh And uh, eventually, you come up and you hear the name Yubis. Um, yes.
4: Like that, it would be his name.
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh. uh someone in line. Uh, had dealt with him before. And um, And what was the name of this place? This is Garing Moore Stables in Menashery. Got it. Uh, and this was the largest stable uh, okay. outside the city. Got it.
4: I'm going to make eye contact with him, but let's say she'll lead the conversation. Just kind of a like, you know, whenever you go haggling and there's the friend who clearly knows how to haggle. And the like one that does not. And you're like, I'll let them do it. But I'm here too.
1: Yep. <laughs> um, and you see him like look up and then immediately look to you. And then dwarvers say,
4: hi, good day. Hi, good day. My friend would like to speak with you.
1: And you see him just kind of give that like, Ugh. <laughs> As he like, that. <laughs> To which, in dwarven,
4: since she knows Saya can't speak it, she goes, "I know.
1: <laughs> what can I do for you?"
3: Um, I was curious about the menagerie. We're we're new to Baldur's Gate, and I saw the. Oh, I could tell. Yeah. Um, what what's the difference between the two lines to go in?
1: So which is it? You're curious about the menagerie or the two lines to get
3: in? Definitely the menagerie. It's oh. just, I noticed the two lines and was confused, so I figured I'd ask you. Know you know
4: humans, they get so many questions at once. She says in dwarfish.
1: Well. I can let you know that the menagerie is for copper to enter. Okay. I Other than that, I'm not telling you anything. No one is.
5: But I
1: will give you a little bit of advice. For free. If you aren't family or a business partner, nothing's free. Sometimes, even for friends, a greased palm goes a long way.
3: Good to know. And I hand him a gold. Okay. The greatest fuck
4: you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's four copper you
7: made you get. Gold. And You're only gonna talk if he, I grease your palm, eh? Yep, All uh, right. he,
1: he takes the gold uh, and goes like that. <clears throat> Um, He'll go, this is uh, one of the smaller of the two. We have another uh, operation out in, out near the Stony Eyes. as a bigger menagerie. This is just a few things here or there just to look at and see. Mm -hmm. It's not a petting zoo. I understand. And I won't pay for a missing hand if you get it cut off or bitten off or eaten off or you yourself get eaten.
3: I wouldn't expect you to.
1: Uh, and, like, he points to a sign, and it says, don't be a fucking idiot.
4: <laughs> Translated into 12 languages. <laughs> yep, yep. But, yeah.
1: okay. as for the two lines, one's for work in, inside the city, the other's for residents of the gate itself. Oh, uh, okay. And, he'll oh, kind ahead. of, like, kind of, like, palming the, and, like, rubbing that gold coin, just almost like feeling if it's real or not, Mm we will go, now I'll give you a little bit more advice. Don't fuck with the fist. They run the city, and they hold power because the people that run them have all the power. Since you say you're not from around here, most likely I can tell you probably never been here just with the way that you presented yourself to me. Mm -hmm. But, they, but the fist They can be bought if you have enough coin. You can pay them to look the other way or to enforce a law on another person on your behalf that you just so happen to come up with. Mm -hmm. But Mm. it'll cost outsiders way more for them to harass anyone from the gate. Also, don't fuck with people's money. (laughs) You may bleed gold. Uh, But... (coughs) Uh, you may bleed gold from someone's purse, but they'll bleed rubies from yours if you catch my drift. Mm-hmm.
4: Easy enough. Karina hasn't stopped in Dwarvish, but if Saisha catches her eye, she gives her a little, I'll tell you later.
1: Mm-hmm. But feel free to go in and let me know if you have any other questions.
4: Thank I'm you. gonna stay outside with you, this. I'm going in. Okay. Uh,
2: okay. And you're given a uh, a, a small thing of uh, feed for mm-hmm. the different animals in there. Um, uh, different, like, small f- vegetables and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you come across uh, one that you know, just half owl, half bear. Yes. Um... <laughs> Another one uh, that catches your attention is what you think at first is a pegasus and it instantly draws you. Yep. And then it turns from eating the hay as you try and get its attention and it has the like beaked head of an eagle as you look upon a hippogriff. Mm. And the other thing in its nightmarish form that screeches and uh, gobbles with... uh, Oh, my God.
3: Oh, my God.
4: Is an, oh an abyssal God. chicken. It
2: is not an abyssal oh. chicken. Okay. It is much larger than an abyssal chicken. Okay,
7: okay.
2: Uh, it it's an looks... abyssal rooster. <laughs> <laughs> it looks oh, almost yes. like some of the dinosaurs you've heard about or even seen in the races that come up from Chult. Mm-hmm. Uh, except instead of this being a raptor, You can see strange, like, almost featherless spines pouring off of its back. This wicked tail that also has many barbs coming off of it and bat-like wings curled up around as it pecks at the ground. You can see its feet, or what made you think it was a raptor at first. Mm -hmm. It has many of those talons with the long claw, and it turns around and you see the nightmarish head of, like, a vulture or um, a turkey. This this nasty creature with almost a barbed-like beak and a forked tongue and a baleful yellow eye that looks at you and approaches extremely fast. It has one eye? No, it has two, but it, like, looked at you from the side... And then saw you, and then comes screeching towards you. Uh, and then instantly just starts pecking at the food from your hand, not really caring much yeah. about how. Uh,
3: Whatever, I can heal myself, I don't care. Yeah, and you. a <laughs> three piercing damage. Got it. And I
2: need to make a concept.
3: Oh, okay. If you would ask seven year old me, that's just a guinea fowl, right?
2: <laughs> and you know this, this to is, be. This is what's pecking you a cockatrice. I love him. And you can instantly uh, understand that this might be the creature, uh, <laughs> the owner was most warning you about.
3: Mm-hmm. That's an eighteen.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm. You feel it like, like as it as it bites you and, and yeah. bites into you.
1: You feel something like kind of course through you and you're resolved, okay. but like all your muscles get a little stiff. Yeah. At, at first, but you're kind of shake it off a bit.
3: Yeah. I I feed it and just. Talk to it sweetly, um, and after a few minutes, I'll move over to the um, what was the horse one? A Hippogriff. Hippogriff. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: As you're as you're going, you see um, <clears throat> there is a like very akin to the art gallery that you have been to. Uh, there is a uh, human like male with a beard just. Petrified to stone. Yeah, and there's a sign on his around his neck that says, "This is an idiot. Don't be this guy." <laughs>
4: okay, I love Yubis.
3: <laughs> I'm so I'm much. good, just petting and let go. Yeah, I
4: right.
3: the second she's around the corner, I'm gonna
4: make a show of like watching her go around the corner. Okay. Uh, uh, so, sorry about her. First and foremost, humans. And then you pick them up, and it's like a rash. You can't get rid of them.
1: Oh, I've, tell me about it.
4: I've got to outfit her with some shit. She's far too squishy to be out in the real world. Where can I get some actual good armor? The wide. The wide? All right.
1: Yep. It's going to be the only place you'll be able to really do any shopping around.
4: Got it. Got it. Any tips for the wide? And and I'll be reaching to my bag clearly willing to pay for the
1: information. Okay. It'll cost you to get in. Alright. It's been a it's been a while since I've been in. Or at least but the pendant could be up to a gold. Oh. Like I said, pretty much everything in the gates, uh gonna cost you something.
4: That's not a but. problem.
1: Don't fuck with people's money and uh, don't steal. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. not a problem. But she might be... You can uh,
1: let the guard, the fists, uh, or the watch, depending on whoever's letting people in today, Mm -hmm. over there at the Black Dragon Gate. Let them know uh, what you're here for. All
4: right. They'll probably charge you
1: for entering and, and give you a little... Day pass or what have you, depending on how long you're gonna be here, and uh, okay. just let them know, and they'll give you directions or on how to go and get there.
4: Awesome, I'm looking for for a fella as well, uh, someone I was told to make a merchant conversation with uh, a fella, I believe named Aben. You know who that is? He's a merchant man.
1: You seem like like stroking Sorry alright like if you mustache. don't know and You can him. see like the his like blackish mustache kind of like goes down into a, a double braid that kind of fades up but then like falls out like where it was once braided but then he hasn't yeah. really kept up with it so it's still braided towards the or, or unkempt towards the the the, the yeah. top here, but still braided down. You can see he like rubs it. She still has it.
4: all of her regal braids yeah. going through her hair.
1: And he, he, it's like he's rubbing. You can see exactly where he stops. The like I love the, that. is where the braids start back again, and so he's just. <laughs> uh, even,
4: even it's all right if you don't know him. I can't expect you to know before. everybody in the city.
1: Perhaps you have been here before.
4: Once or twice, but I wouldn't call myself a local or regular. Oh, I've
1: got some bad news. It was part of the League. No. Merchants' League. Dissolved yeah. sometime around uh, oh, 1480. Damn it, there goes my deal. Four horsemen took over and uh, now line their pockets with the taxpayers' money, so instead of having uh, competing prices gouging from the Iron Throne, Merchants' League and the Zentarum. Now it's just one large cost for the benefit of the Four Horsemen.
4: Damn. Are they reasonable to deal with at all? I mean, it's a shite situation, but I still got needs. Who? The Four Horsemen.
1: Oh, the Council of Four? Yeah. I mean, any other governing body? Pluto no. or Ocrasy, or Mafia or whatever the fuck you want to call them.
4: Ah, uh, yeah. Ain't that how it always goes?
1: Uh, you kind of see them like... Quiet down real quick as Uh he glances over, and you see two armored flaming fist Uh members just walking down Uh the street.
2: As he's talking ill about the Uh governing body. Yep. Yeah. And and, uh, she she catches it. (laughs) He kind of like
1: eyes that coin purse that you were kind of patting a a bit.
4: Yeah. She's got a hand in it, just
1: before he says anything. Waiting for him.
4: Yeah, she she was waiting for the pause to be like, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and she's going to pass over two gold.
1: And he'll take that. And from what I hear, mm. what happened to El Terrell being sucked down into hell and all? Oh. I think maybe that actually the, the horsemen of the apocalypse, although the Grand Duke is missing since the fall of the Holy City, maybe he got stuck in hell. Shame. It wasn't so bad, despite him being a fist fucker himself.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> But damn, so much has happened in Bouldergate <laughs> since I've been there. Practically a whole new world here to me. <laughs> nice. Do you know if Aben's still around, or he died? I'd at least like to say hello for old times' sake.
1: But um, I don't know much about Aben. But I'll keep my eyes open. I'm sure my father does. Hmm.
4: His name's Dorian.
1: Dorian, all right. Hey, uh, he runs a, a smithy there in the wide, actually.
4: Oh, good. I'll patron your father then.
1: You let him know that uh, that you paid me well for for the recommendation, or you can just let him know that you were sent on my recommendation. He'll understand.
4: We'll do so. Now this isn't going to be a case I say it's on my recommendation turns out you actually have a bad relationship he's going to attack me outright.
1: <laughs> I mean it's fucking possible.
4: <laughs> Glad to see dwarf families are the same everywhere. Hey. Hashtag
1: #dwarves. <laughs> hey, that they are.
4: Yeah, I got a got a father like that myself. Um, but he's dead, so I'm the lucky one.
1: <laughs> tell me about it. Hmm.
4: Well, thank you. If uh, whenever my human gets back out here, she'll be good in there. We'll uh, we'll
3: be on
1: our way. Uh, and that's about it. That's yeah. in here.
3: Just so you know. Dennis, yeah, no, just spending time with animals until someone comes in and yeah, drags her away. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna
4: <laughs> peek in the door and be like, "Can we go?"
1: Uh, uh, before why like, you do that, you go. All right, time's up. <laughs>
3: Every second is another gold. <sighs> <laughs> and she kisses the hippogriff on the nose and walks out, <laughs> or on the beak. And he'll just give
1: you a, a nod, a, like as, yeah. a, as a, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Thank you, Uvis.
1: Uh, you ready? He just grumbles. Yeah. yeah.
3: Right.
1: yeah.
4: Right. We'll see you around.
3: So the big menagerie was where?
1: Uh, and uh, he just turns around and just ignores you.
4: We've got other places to go. Come on. Hmm. And I will follow Karina. The second we get far enough away, I am just what is what is a language we share? Do you speak uh, celestial? No, I got druidic, dwarvish, and primordial.
3: <laughs> we do not share a language. Thanks, I can do telepathic bonds. I, I would imagine you guys have caught up by this point. Yeah, by this point you guys are probably meeting
4: up with us. So yeah, I'll just Hey Petunia, can you?
6: yes, yes, and she starts flipping open her book and, like, doing her spells inside her book, and 10, 10 11 minutes later, everyone can hear everyone's lovely dark thoughts.
3: <laughs>
7: I I had to You just hear her that...
3: screaming nonstop. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> like, we had caught up, but then it's like, oh, okay, we know that Sasha's looking at animals. This is gonna take a hot minute. So. Karina. <laughs> Karina
4: leading out the doorway being like, help it just be a minute. <laughs>
7: Or Kara is going to use her height and her obviousness to look around and just like keep an eye on things in case something interesting happens or she can catch some information. But she's not going to approach anyone, especially since I'm sure yeah. she stands out like a
4: sore thumb. The second that we have telepathic bond up and just give be okay, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and spill the tea. <laughs>
4: yeah, I'm going to spill all the tea. It'd be just like, okay, also the dwarves here kind of suck, so I'm just gonna act like a bit of a bitch. You guys just let me do it.
0: <laughs> He'll just right. takes his mask and puts it on. <laughs>
4: and she's like, okay, we gotta, we gotta go to some place uh, called the Wide. Um, that's where uh, Yubis said we could do all of our good shopping. Uh, people there might get a little squarely, so if it's a dwarf merchant, let me know. Um, they And we can get some good armor there. Uh, His dad is a smithy, so if we go specifically to this guy, we could probably get good armor, any upgrades anyone needs. I know I need some. Is the wide one store, or is it like a block of stores? He made it sound like like a market. Okay. He said that was the only place we were going to get any shopping done, and I don't think you all have malls here, so. let's. What's a mall? It's like a like a market, but it's inside a building, so it's much nicer on a summer day. Oh, that would be lovely. And it's ours was three stories tall, so lots of
2: shopping. The Closest would be the Trades Ward, but yeah. it wasn't fully roofed everywhere.
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Um, we had really hot okay. summers. In that case, um, for time's sake, um, I Harold uh, and or Kira, And I should probably hit a jewelry store so we can get some diamonds. Um, And then you... Mm -hmm. I'll head to the smithy. You need to go to the smithy. Petunia, what do you need? Do you need anything? I don't think anything other than the general things that the group needs, like perhaps potions.
4: Anything for aching
3: muscles. Do, Maybe. well, how about this? Why? Or Kira and I will go get the diamonds. Harold and Petunia, why don't you get regular supplies? And I hate to send you alone.
4: Oh, I'll be fine. Honestly, I'll be better alone with dwarves. And that's, that's and, probably And we're true. all connected,
7: so, you know, if anyone yeah. needs any backup, we should be able yeah. to yeah. find it is there,
4: is there anything in particular people are looking for armor-wise or anything you want me to take for repairs or upgrades? I, I'm not.
7: I'm not looking for any armor, um, sasha I'll give you some money for diamonds. Smith. Honestly, what I was looking for was stuff to help with being underwater. Okay. Oh, that's oh, a
3: really that's good, good that's
7: idea. a Good point. That's yeah. a really yeah. okay.
3: I'll buy the diamonds, and we'll split them up. Um, what What value do you need,
7: Okira? I mean, is it your? I'm my own value. <laughs> well, I know. I and don't, you'll remember that Orkira could just. Do all of the revivifying without any diamonds.
3: <laughs> I, don't, I don't need as nice of a diamond as Harold, So I wasn't sure how nice of a diamond you need if you need one. I could try and find a
6: magic shop to see if there's a water-breathing scroll anywhere nearby. Okay.
3: I'll go get diamonds. Or Kira, go get water-breathing potions and stuff. Petunia, you're gonna check a magic shop. I'm gonna assume Harold is sticking to you like glue. You're gonna go get armor. How is everybody's armor right now? These
6: robes are great. They're so light, and yet I feel like I could take anything.
2: Petunia's set. Yeah, she's, she's trying More to- life!
4: She's trying to fantasy say, what's everyone's
7: AC? Mine is good. Mine is I, not good. <laughs> mine, mine's fine. I mean, hopefully, I'm never going to need it. But if I get in trouble, I got this. And she kind of pats the the one bracer on her arm, which you've seen, like, turns into this magic shield whenever they've been in combat. Um, yeah. And so out of combat, it's, it's 15, which is fine. Oh, that could be better. I worry about it you. Could, <laughs> it could, but I also have 50 feet of flying speed. So I... If I'm doing it right, I shouldn't be getting whacked.
6: Or Kira has a Y axis. She'll be
7: fine. (laughs) Karina technically has a Y axis, but Karina has a movement speed of 20 feet. Yeah, I I mean, I'm never going to assume that I'm not in danger, but I just finally got out of the bigger armor and it's kind of nice. Oh, yeah,
4: but smithies also have like accessories and things, not necessarily big old plate armor.
7: Well, I mean, if you see anything that's going to fit this, um, yeah. I'm open to suggestions. and Some fancy uh, wing jewelry. <laughs> and um, as long as there's nobody nearby, because Orkira's going to be very aware of pickpockets, she's going to yeah. reach into her bag to grab the money. Um, Seisha, how much do you want of the platinum that we got? Because the diamonds are probably going to be the most expensive thing. I mean... 50 plat should, with my hundred,
3: and then I've got like a thousand gold, so we should be able to cover. Yeah,
0: everything I need's 500, so.
7: Okay. I will give you 50 platinum.
0: Okay. Uh, Harold, do you want the other half? No, you've got it. Hold on to it in case we need it.
7: Okay.
4: Harold, how's, how's your armor?
0: Man, and I've got a deal.
4: Okay. Oh, so she's, love just, that. she's just accepting that. Love that.
3: <laughs> okay. okay.
4: So, an anklet for Manchun then.
3: The screaming gets louder. <laughs> <laughs> a new paint job, maybe. Oh, yes, get him. I'm going to. <gasps> okay. That was. And over time, on, what do we go here? Yeah, that was my journey. That was
2: I a love journey.
7: That was a journey. Okay.
2: Yeah. So. I just got a new list on my shop, or a new item on my shopping list. Awesome. So, as you're waiting, uh, presumably in the longer line. Yes. Yeah. Um,
7: that's the one we got to wait in.
2: Yeah. I mean, you can investigate to see which one's which, but you see. I'm going to look at the attire of the people in the two lines. So <laughs> um, the attire of the shorter line definitely looks like people that come from that would be either in the North Ward or the Sea Ward. OK. Uh, and they seem to be carrying way less. OK, so those are probably the people who live here. And the one that the, you are in, yes. there's there's people that are carrying their wagons and things like that, mm-hmm. um, uh, and uh, or even carrying their own supplies. There is a myriad of of different uh, levels of attire here, and people uh, from all over, mostly um, from the Sword Coast, but
3: I'm just going to stand in the longer line,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and uh, if, if any of you who are better negotiators and um, talking people which gate are we at
1: you're at the black dragon gate
3: okay just making sure we were at the right one yep um if any of you who are better at talking to people or um, arena you seem to get along real well with people here he he gave me
4: some instruction on getting through the gate a little better
3: oh i oh, what's I, that?
4: I need to let them know why we're here and as far as they're concerned, I've only been here once or twice, but it was so long ago. Everything's practically new to me. Okay. Uh, but mm-hmm. just letting them know that, you know, we're passing by in town. I need to outfit my pet human here because she's squishy.
2: <laughs> okay. And as you get close enough, you start to hear things, especially uh, Seisha and Dorkira just hearing the casual conversations. Also
3: gonna teach Simone how to say "attenzione," pickpocket. <laughs> um, just <laughs> as a reminder, I used the, uh, the amulet, Panchesca's amulet mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. disguise myself or yep. wise to look
2: human. Yep. Um, but you hear of this line, it's five copper for business, one gold for pleasure and five gold for refuge.
4: All right, so five copper because we're here for business.
2: And this is for each person.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're here to buy and stuff. Two, so um, three, four, five.
2: you, through some arguments of like people being like, hey, why does it cost so much to find refuge here? You find out that uh, refugees pay more because the city does not have the infrastructure to take on large amounts of population at one time. Uh, you also learn that uh, refugees
1: are a smattering from both water deep.
3: Uh, Oof. and El Turil. Are we recognized by anyone?
2: Awesome.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was about to be like, face mask.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: awkward. You also learn that businesses also have an additional permit fee that seems to be very widely between the merchants. Um, in the shorter line, as you get closer, uh, you do get that... These are the residents of the gate, entering free of charge by showing the guard something that looks either like a permit or an ID, or just by shaking hands.
7: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and how many of those hands have? If, who's uh, gonna might say, one who's say a of good the, one? Might say <laughs> shaking greasy hands. Yeah.
2: Uh, you also notice that uh, this line is not heavily questioned, nor are their wares looked over. But uh, if. Y'all want to roll a perception check to see what those handshakes are. You totally can.
4: Orkira. <laughs> um, my passive perception's better than anything I could roll. <laughs> I've got a
3: plus seven. What have you
4: got? Uh,
7: What do I have? What's Orkira got? Oh, oh no, no, Orkira's three. rolling. Never, never no mind, I 20. have
4: a plus nine.
7: Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I I managed to roll well, so 33. 30 yeah, I'm
4: not
1: even bothering. <laughs> Would you like to roll as well?
4: I'm getting rid of these Bigby dice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> They're still... Yeah.
1: I'm surprised, I just, I'm surprised you're still using the digital yeah. dice after yesterday. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> no, no.
3: We're not doing
4: I like, the... I don't old. think
1: you rolled
2: above an 11. No, that was I'm in that didn't. one.
4: <laughs> a 16. 25.
2: 25. Okay, we okay, both go. see two platinum every time someone okay. shakes a hand. Every time. Uh. And no. some of the people that uh, are shaking hands... Especially if they are carrying carts, you realize uh, they may not be residents.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fine. We are not paying that. <laughs> I just look around right. going, Mm-mm. Bribes bribes are too high here. Bribes do, are too high.
3: Do I need to play dumb? Is it that help platinum
2: you? for the whole group or is it It helps a little per yes. Person? Okay. a oh, little per person. Every price is per person.
3: price I. per
4: I'm I'm sorry ahead of time. I have to kind of say some disparaging human things because no, dwarves no. dwarves actually apparently here don't like humans. I don't know. I don't know humans. I mean, apparently that's their thing. Rolling, so I'm rolling, just
2: rolling with it. Roll an insight check as I'm, you continue down this line and see just how um, if you look to your left a map.
4: Thank God, twenty six. <laughs>
2: That has been there since day one. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, thought,
3: I, I would also oh. like to. Work. Oh, wait, no,
2: we're leaving this at number up. 26. Uh-huh. Uh, you pick up that it's not just dwarves, it's more so Baldurians don't really like outsiders. Yeah. yeah. So it's not really. Yeah,
4: but to Karina, she's like, I don't know. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, that's what the insight is. As yeah. yeah, you can actually see, like, yeah. as. She's seeing, like, in-line. oh, everyone
4: here is just kind of discriminatory. Okay. <laughs> everyone's an asshole everyone's an asshole everyone's shitty here but it definitely seems to get you far if you're like "Eh," with someone like you which is gross but
7: i guess if it helps or just keep your head down pay what you gotta pay try to get this done without ruffling feathers yeah but i mean the dwarf gave
4: me like a fuck ton of information for only two gold in that case do you want no. me
3: to go with you to get armor and then you come with me when we go to the jewelry store that might be a good idea actually, because this is going to be the most expensive thing so having your ability to haggle would probably be really helpful yeah that, I don't that know might how be a good that. idea
4: and and i i have a jewelry item i'm interested in maybe if they make it yeah me too all right so we'll we'll head to the Smithy, Uh, Mm -hmm. we all just need to go to the wide anyway, so we'll just, and I guess we'll just make our way to the wide.
1: Um, So you'll get into, you'll get up to the gate, Mm -hmm, uh, and you see that there is a guard wearing that flaming fist tabard, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) and just doesn't greet or anything. Business, pleasure, refuse.
4: Business, going shopping.
1: Not refuse.
4: Business. We intend to shop in the wide. You plan on
1: selling anything in the gate?
4: No, we are going to the wide to acquire items for travels.
1: Good, means less work for me. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> five of you. Yes. Twenty-five copper.
4: What's that in gold? Two and a half. Two and a half gold. Okay. Uh, three. Is that right?
1: Two and, halves, no,
4: two and a half silver. Two and a oh, half yeah, silver. Oh, yeah, because yeah.
3: copper. I was thinking silver. Yeah.
4: I can't do fantasy math. <laughs>
2: then I'll give him two and a half silver. Okay. Uh, and then another card goes, oh, Waterdeep. You sure you're not here for refuge? As water deep has very specific or minted coins. I'll give him three, mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Uh, I'll give him three So Oh, damn it. I only it have a gold. Just give him a gold. <laughs> Um, I just realized I didn't exchange my money, so I only have gold and platinum. This nice. fucker's not getting a platinum.
2: <laughs> That's fine. Just, uh, I mean,
4: if I'll you want, give I've got silver. Oh, no, I, I'm making... it a gold. I'm, I'm being and... a dick about it. I'm going to give him a gold and be like, does that look
3: like refugee no, no. money? If you want to be a dick about it, I've got one electrum. <laughs> Oh my god, no, hold on to that. <laughs> okay,
4: okay. That, that, that. Okay, but as you hear <laughs> Yeah, that I'm arrow, giving him a gold and just going, does that look like refugee money? There's plenty more to be spent in the city.
2: All right, all right, I'm just making sure you're not causing trouble in the gate. And uh, we'll kind of just like
1: take a, a small little slip, put a stamp on it, and hand one to each of you.
3: Thank you. Um, I while we were waiting in line, I moved my money uh, under my
7: breastplate mm-hmm. like I have previously. Okay, okay.
3: So
1: the, the, the DC has been raised.
7: Okay, thank you. Everything of mine is in my handy haversack, including that piece of paper I've just been handed. Yep. Okay,
6: Sounds good. Oh,
4: yeah, I've Simone's those too. in my bag, so she's my anti theft system. <laughs>
6: I'm naturally at people's pocket level. I'm not really worried.
3: <laughs> just was um, to like have to, like, crawl to get petunias.
6: I just <laughs> want Simone <laughs> for my back,
2: like,
3: a pickpocket!
2: <laughs> uh, and if you're looking for the wide, don't ask what it is. Just follow the road straight in. You'll see soon enough.
4: All right, thank you.
2: All right. Mm. And then and in,
4: in everyone's head, Karina's like, It is so exhausting to
3: act like a dick. You do it really well, though. I don't... I'm just I am just that comes across as the compliment it's intended to No, I'm to just be. doing an impression of my mother. Let's go. Okay.
2: <laughs> All right. So you make your way to the north side of the... Uh, on the north side of the gate, um, in the heart of the upper city, where the upper class patriarch families live, evident by the villas and more intricately constructed homes that surround you. And if it weren't for the city's structures being so crammed together you would think that you're back in the seaward of Waterdeep. as you push through the heavily guarded streets you see the myriad of steeples from the majority of temples that call the upper city home as they peek out over the multitude of rooftops alongside the mansions and buildings of parliament the streets begin to get more crowded as they are filtering from the pass-throughs into the wide oh into the open market before you
1: A large sign, illuminated uh, in arcane light, lords above you reading, Welcome to the Wide. As you step into this historic and bustling thoroughfare, you're immediately enveloped in a sensory spectacle that captures the essence of the coastal city's diverse trade culture. The Wide, a name evident that the market area gets from the wide open space where merchants, traders, and vendors gather to sell their wares.
4: (laughs) So is it kind of like... It's gonna be a, a weird thing, but we're rednecks here, so it's kind of like the the bigger flea market malls, in that like like it's a bunch of
2: yes small yes. stalls, yes. stalls yeah. in yeah. a yeah. large okay yeah. yeah think of like um a bazaar but not roofed yeah that's why yeah. I was
4: saying like the flea markets where yeah. where they'll mm-hmm. take over like an entire Walmart parking
3: lot
2: yeah mm. and um,
3: oh oh if anyone happens to see paper birds, uh grab me two stacks,
2: okay but the wide stretches out before you its cobbled stones worn smooth by generations of busy feet and amidst the enchanting aromas and harmonious melodies merchants from the from realms afar beckon you uh, and all of those that enter forth glistening amulets vibrant textiles and mystic scrolls adorn the stalls that you can see uh, as you approach bard's ballads blend with haggling banter that cause a A cacophony as Arden's crafts, tales, and sculptures and paintings fill the area. Maps unfurl uh, for bold explorers while caged wonders intrigue. The market's mosaic of cultures intertwines, fostering unity amidst commerce and creativity. At least for those that can afford the privilege of purchasing the wares and entertainment as you are stopped for an entrance fee of one gold piece per person. This you come to learn is an insurance that the merchants and guards that work the wide are paid for their services whether anything is sold or not.
7: Giving him five. Okay. So is there in this entranceway a landmark, even if it's an unremarkable thing like, yes. oh, there is a big post over here, not not a stall, but the somewhere giant, where
1: arcane glowing sign that says "Welcome to the Wide."
7: Okay, one of those. Posts so if we get lost, oh. meet over here. <laughs> Okay, That's yeah. exactly yeah. Or Kara's gonna eye that post in the telepathic bond, and be like, hey, um, so when we're done, th- th- how about the right post of the the big glowy sign?
4: My right, or like the right when we're going in, or right when we're leaving?
1: Uh.
7: uh and so since you know y'all what? we going in now, so I'm gonna say the right when we're going in. Okay.
1: Like the guards like snapping. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and oh, he's, he's, he's been trying to talk that y'all are having this conversation in your in in the telepathic bond. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but <laughs> it's just like trying to get your attention.
2: Uh, you're glossed over, just kind of like
4: <laughs> staring. And sorry, just trying to evaluate the whole area, figure out where I'm, I'm looking for a particular business. There's a lot and more here than I expected. Hold,
1: hold out, you him the five gold. And yeah. Oh, what a deep, eh? I had a lot of you p- pass through uh, the gate over the past month or two. Oh, nine hells must truly be frozen over if the Splendors find the gate more suitable. Hand, please.
2: And he'll flip it over and literally just... (laughs) The man holds a stamp, shimmering with arcane energy. Uh, You've seen him use for the top of every person entering the wide. And after offering your hand, it is then stamped with magical ink uh, with the sailing ship crest of Baldur's Gate.
3: I feel like this is one of those things where you could lick it and stamp it onto someone else's hand. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we were clubbing in the days. Yep. And, uh,
4: And
1: as you go in, happy shopping.
4: Nail polish remover for the X's on your hand. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Uh, And so what you you see, so the wide, it's this large cobblestone paved square surrounded by a variety of colorful and diverse stalls, shops, and makeshift booths. The atmosphere is you just feel that lively and energetic. There's that constant buzz of activity as people from all walks of life are here to buy, sell, and trade.
2: Um...
4: I'm going to listen for the sound of hammer to anvil.
2: Okay. Uh, you hear a, a couple. Uh, it's not just one shop, there's yeah, a yeah. myriad of competing yeah. shops. Yeah. Uh, something else that you can uh, infer is that some of these are outside traders that come into the wide from outside Baldur's Gate, mm-hmm. but some of them are inside traders that bring their uh, wares to Hawk. At hey, inside the trading's wide. illegal. Well, <laughs> um,
3: Welcome to Baldur's
4: <laughs> Gate. Meaning oh, meaning Marcus that Seward's they here.
2: might have, like a smithy probably would have like a full blacksmith shop somewhere else in the city. Yep. Where they'd bring their wares here and probably a small forge yeah, to do yeah. any repairs. Um, but that is the same for many other things. Like if there is a jeweler jeweler here, they probably have a bigger place and only select things here. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, the merchants in the wide offer a wide variety of goods for sale you can find anything from exotic spices textiles jewelry weapons armor potions and possibly even magical artifacts the market caters to all tastes and needs making it a true melting pot of cultures and commodities something that feels very similar to the trades ward of Waterdeep. Um
1: and you can see that there are buskers everywhere there is street performers, bards, minstrels as they are gathering to showcase their talents, adding to this lively atmosphere. Damn it, I need coppers. <laughs> you can see musicians playing lively tunes, jugglers displaying their skills, and even storytellers captivating audiences with tales of heroic
2: deeds and epic adventures.
3: I hand you ten copper.
2: Harold, you also I'm see... just going
3: to give them to musicians. <laughs>
2: um, you also see... Uh, I'm just going to say it. You know what it is. Scam artist. You see, Fuck like, yeah. uh, the the Pebble game and uh, the card games and all sorts of things to try yeah. and trick uh, outsiders to just, hey, you know, this is a real easy game to play. No problems. Maybe you can earn a, that little extra gold you need to buy that thing you want in the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, um, is
4: there a guy selling airbrush T-shirts with our names on them? Oh,
7: my <laughs> God. <laughs> We're the caricature we artist. We need the caricature shoes. artist. <laughs> Just a bunch of airbrushed BFG shit. With a dolphin.
2: <laughs> uh three wolves howling at the moon.
7: Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, no. no, it's gotta be <laughs> three
3: owlbear
1: moon. Yeah. Baldur's Gate Beach. Nice. Yes. Uh,
3: oh, no. um, I am I am keeping a watch out for any thieves can't as well.
0: Oh I know.
2: Okay. Uh sounds good. Uh we'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Um, You can see that ever since you've entered in this part of the city, uh, and you could see, like, there is, from when you entered, um, you can't see everything because of the myriad of, like, just cobbled Mm -hmm. together, Mm -hmm. tightly packed houses, but anytime you could see down a full thoroughfare, you notice that the city slopes down heavily. And there's even a secondary wall that separates the upper city from the lower city mm. and the lower city just as compact. Um, and, but that's where the bay is where you okay. see the, so uh, it's
4: like a retaining wall and then a second area or it just slopes straight down.
2: It's slope and then a drop and then also yeah. slope. Yeah. So, that's why um, i have by my retaining wall. I'm yeah. also
3: watching for order of the gauntlet folks. Cause I know they came down here.
7: When, when we see that drop off, so that there's more of a vista of the city and the telepathic bond or is going to ask, Hey, um, anyone see where we're supposed to go to meet the guy because we're supposed to meet the guy this morning and we still Uh, need to find Karina would have,
4: Karina would have shared, um, there, he pretty much got put out of power. There's a new governmental structure that has taken over. He seems to be disgraced, uh, more or less. And So we're probably going to have to ask locals where he is and be careful who you ask. I have portrayed him as someone I used to trade with and I'm just stopping by to say hi for a courtesy sake because it seems that he is not well favored since a ruling power took
2: over. Um, That makes
7: sense. I I was just thinking because you saw, you had that little vision and mm -hmm. I was wondering if like, you recognized it from here. I know it's kind of a long shot, but figured I'd ask.
2: It's like looking at a whole city, trying yeah. to find a, a needle yeah. in a haystack.
4: Yeah, the the architecture here is a little more samezies than I thought it was going to be. Okay,
2: uh, but then,
4: if if I, I'll recognize the balcony when I see it, but I don't see it from here. Uh,
2: and although um, the dwarf uh, called. The governing body, the Four Horsemen. Yeah. You, when he explained, you know that yeah. it's actually called the Council of Four. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. She would have conveyed that, like Council of Four, but like he colloquially called them the Four Horsemen. Mm-hmm. So, bad dudes don't like that. Yeah. They just <laughs> sound like, I, I'm slipping into a carrot. They just sound like real assholes.
7: <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's do what we need to do
4: and get out of here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh.
4: I'm gonna. Walk around with Sasha to find Dorian. Uh,
2: yeah, uh, you pass by a couple, of listening for those hammer mm-hmm. falls and things like that, uh, and eventually um, we we're, you're going to there. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna just we're like, we're
3: going around together. We're together, together so okay,
2: okay, you two are together. Yeah. So, so you're, we're going. You're going for
1: the we're smith. going armor and, we're going and then
3: jewelry and then jewelry. Okay,
1: and uh, yeah, where's everybody going? We're gonna break it up and kind of yeah 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 yeah. Just yep. hit you one at a time as you guys are, are separating. Um, I mean, we're gonna. I'm gonna probably do you guys last. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah. But uh, I think
7: here has been tasked with find things to help with being underwater, so she's gonna be looking for potion shops and scrolls okay. and Potions, places. That...
1: Yeah. So, so. Yeah.
2: Got it. And then um, Harold and Betunia. She was looking for a, a scroll, so possibly. Like, yeah, I, 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 yeah,
5: so. probably with
1: Arkira. okay. Got it. So, as Patu- are y'all all just kind of the three of you sticking together? Yeah, yeah, probably. I think
7: that makes okay. sense. Yeah, cool. Yeah,
1: got it. <clears throat> um, so first thing that you come to is uh, that you find is a potion and elixir uh, stall, uh, a, a vendor, uh, and uh, for brevity's sake. You asked around and, or, or you've listened and kind of heard, and, and like, this is the best
2: of the ones around. Yep. Perfect. That's you see all this, we need. You see, yep. this stall is a riot of colors with potion vials in various shapes and sizes displayed in intricately carved wooden shelves. Each vial is labeled with a handwritten sign um, and a distinctive, slightly shaky script that's kind of hard to read. Uh, the potions seem to range from mundane to extraordinary. Judging by the prices. Um, and, but you hear uh, someone claiming that they have a solution for every ailment and every need. As you see a middle-aged gnome with a wiry frame and a perpetually enthusiastic demeanor. His wildly curly hair is a mix of vibrant colors that seem to change with his mood as he speaks. He sports round spectacles that magnify his wide, inquisitive eyes, making them look large and bulbous across his small head. His clothing is mismatched, a collection of vibrant and eccentric garments adorned with patches, pins, trinkets, and various shapes and sizes. A belt, laden with potion vials of all colors, hangs at his waist, each vial gently clinking as he moves. Hello, hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome in.
1: Yes, 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 yes. You look like someone who needs a bit of a drink of something. I can tell. I can always tell. Especially you with the finely dressed purple attire. That's fascinating. Oh, I love that mask. Uh, And uh, here, try a sample. And just like, we'll just (laughs) shove some bit of bubbling, (laughs) uh, fizzy concoction Uh, straight towards Uh, you guys,
0: towards the three of you. Not even, like, to to anyone in particular. I will, before anybody takes a drink of this, because Harold is of the opinion that we we can't fuck this up if we're going to be going to the Sea of Stars, (laughs) we'll, we'll take a gloved hand and we'll gently push it back and we'll say in a voice that is definitely not his normal one, I'm afraid not, friend. No, we are looking for something rather particular. See yourself! Wonder. And he just throws it back. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I like him. Bubbly! I love this guy.
0: You're looking yep. for something... Oh, that's what I that love. one does.
2: <laughs> See him, like, look towards a small plant that uh, is also, like, this ornate display, like a bonsai tree that has tiny little potion bottles hanging from its limbs and stuff like that. I did not forget to water you.
1: I, did. Oh, I think you're addicted to I think you have a problem, as he's, like, pointing to the
0: plant. Friend.
6: Where were the druids?
0: We need specific potions, particularly ones that allow one to breathe underwater or move freely.
1: Ah, yes, 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 yes. Well, uh, you have come to the right place. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Quentin Quail. at your <laughs> service. Oh, no, just kidding. Wrong NPC.
7: PC <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's what you get for trying potions that are. You don't know what they do. thinking of
3: Salazar
0: when he was making things
3: and (laughs) having us drink
1: Uh, them? uh, My name is Saffron Silversong. (laughs) Bless.
0: (laughs) Uh, Mr. Silversong, you'll be able to help us find these, I trust. (laughs) Uh, Of course, of course. I have. I have. I have all sorts
1: of potions and bubbles, and depending on what you're looking at, you look like like the adventuring type. I have potions of water breathing, as you say. I have oil of slipperiness if you need to freely get out of something here or there. I have potions that can heal up your wounds when you get stabbed in the gut by the random goblin running past you.
0: All of those sound useful. I'm specifically looking for a potion of freedom of movement. Uh, That doesn't
1: exist. It's called
0: oil of slipperiness. Very well. You are the expert.
4: I love that and Harold and
3: I have just gone to this place of being smarmy, slimy people. I feel like Harold's channeling Manchun.
7: Yeah. uh
0: yeah. I'm literally just doing a character voice I do for another game. These, uh, and
1: and Manchu goes, I have never been more proud in my
4: life.
0: <laughs>
4: These boots were made for talking. Mm.
0: I... What are the prices of those two, the Oil of Slipperiness and the Potion of Water Breathing, and then what what are the prices of the various healing potions you have?
1: Well, I'll be the first to say that you'll not find better prices anywhere in the gate. I bet my reputation on it. I was about to say life, but I don't have my life on it. I'm quite a fond of that. I I, I actually prefer my life. I don't really want to die anytime soon. I've got a long time to live, a lot of things to do, a lot of people to meet. Numbers,
0: please. Oh, right, yes. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, What would you like first? What is the price of the oil of slipperiness?
1: 200
0: gold. 200 gold. And what is the price of your potions of water breathing? One hundred gold. And what are the best potions of healing you have and their prices? Well I have the most superior of healings. That does sound superior.
1: It is. They are five hundred gold apiece. Mm. Jesus Christ. It's as much as a
0: diamond. It's math.
5: Oh boy! Oh boy!
0: Um.
1: But I also have the the, the mid range, you know. If uh, if if you're you're not quite feeling superior, but just need a, a great pick me up, uh, that'll, that'll be three hundred gold.
7: Uh, in the telepathic bond to Harold and Petunia, or-, or Carol will say, "Well, I'll follow your lead with what you want to get, but I feel like we should focus on the oil." Because that's that's going to yeah. be real hard uh, for no, underwater
0: priority, and yeah. I will say to him, "Reputation being what it is, two hundred is awfully steep. I've seen them cheaper in other places. Perhaps we can no, have ground." No, you haven't, dear sir. And I'm going to roll intimidation. Okay. Because
4: intimidation.
0: Yep. Yeah, yep. Don't. Just the tone he took, Harold's like, I don't want to be here in the first fucking place. I'm not about to take it off this fucking dome.
4: Also, when it comes to water breathing, because Karina would have known this when we discussed it last time, I do have a spell that lets me give water breathing to 10 people. I didn't think I had it. I do have it.
5: <laughs> oh, rock on, solid.
4: Can never How be too sure.
8: Yeah, oh, I, no, that's I got a
0: twenty-seven good. on intimidation, and I'm not trying to like threaten him. I'm just going to lean a little closer and be like, "Mr. Silver Song, are you calling me a liar?" He
1: leans in. <laughs> no, but shall I call the watch to see what they think the price is? <clears throat> uh-huh.
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> I will stare back at him a moment, and say,
2: now I'm going to roll a deception roll. You can tell that he's shaken and relying on reinforcements. Yeah, he's
4: relying on, the cops are scary here.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, No, save the 20. Okay. I'll take the 12. Sure. Why not? With with Petunia's 12, that makes it a 27 in deception, as Harold will adjust his gloves slightly and be like, yes, I just had a meeting with them a few hours ago. Why don't we call them over? In fact, stay there. I'll go find them. And I wait to see if he goes to stop me. Mm. What was your total on that one? 27. Mm.
1: Uh, No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. But I assure you that my prices are the lowest that I am able to go.
0: If they're the lowest you're able to go, then unfortunately that is the situation we're in. Very well, I'll take six and and out of play, I will just let you know that i'm I
1: price these probably cheaper than like, that's they're, totally they're fine really, I, just, I, just I, if I'm from an out-of-game standpoint. character,
0: I'd be silly Jeez. not to. Oh, no, I'm of still, course, absolutely, yeah,
1: for sure. I just wanted, just... like, Ethan to know that these prices yeah. are actually very cheap. <laughs> a superior healing potion actually is about 3,000 gold.
3: Jeez!
7: Oh, because oh it is a spigot, very spigot. rare spigot. item. Oh, 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 oh It get yeah. bad, it get real bad.
0: Yep. I, I, all I can hear is just Patrick Logan in the back of my head going, you
5: fool, go in there and get lower prices! <laughs> so
0: I will buy Cynics of the Oil of Slipperiness. uh, And then I will... I'll get one superior healing potion.
1: Okay.
0: So that's 50 platinum, right? Yes, 50 platinum. I will spend it. And and I will say to him, Mr. Silversong, your reputation shall remain in this city as glistening and wonderful as it was when we first arrived. I'll make sure everybody knows to shop directly from you. Um, Much, much obliged, much obliged.
1: And and as a token of gratitude and thanks for being such a... um, a gratuitous customer um, I will throw in a free
0: potion of healing I will take this thank you very much and I will pop it in my pack and I will in my mind think to Manshoon, how was that
1: <laughs> much better
0: and I will nod I would my... have
1: destroyed him
3: don't start seeking Manchun's <laughs> not brettle. all of us
0: can fight not all of us can fight the watch at once and I will <laughs> nod to Mr. Silver's song and I will turn to Orkira and petunia and say is there anything you wish to purchase while still here
7: uh, yeah O'Pierre? yeah um do you have any more of those that oil?
1: I have I have two left. He
7: cleaned me out. Uh, you know, it's it's really useful, and it can't hurt to have when you get in a sticky situation, right? And I, I'll, I'll take both, and I will uh, spend the four hundred gold and get both Kay. oils of slipperiness. Even though I know, I know Harold has bought enough for each of us plus one, and or Hero's just getting like backups because that's Kay. that's how she is.
1: Uh, and then um, um, he'll. I've also got, um, some, uh, uh, this here, uh, and he'll hold up, uh, and, uh, you drink this, and time slows as you move so fast. And then this one, which, uh, sometimes you just, you don't sleep, and you just get so exhausted. It's <laughs> a good pick-me-up, uh, and he holds up, and it's that, like, a very familiar golden Five-hour
3: energy. <laughs> Five-hour
2: five five energy. energy. Uh, no, that's the other it, potion. It's a
3: an hour energy.
7: Yeah. Get the um, ice potion. I, I, that all sounds super cool. Uh, I don't know how helpful it's going to be. Also, moving real fast is nice, but I can't think that fast. Um, I, I mean, so I, I guess I'll just ask. You know we're going underwater. Do you have a uh, suggestion? I don't have much
1: here, but um, I, potentially uh my uh my
7: halfling friend, uh, Quentin Quail. Uh, you may have heard of him. Uh... <laughs> I think you were talking about him as we were coming on in.
1: <laughs> um, uh, he is a bit of a collector and might have uh, some things that, uh, that that you could use. Okay. All
7: right. Um...
1: Petunia? What
6: of, um... Is that... when? Are you referring to that energetic one? Is that a potion of rest, or do you have those?
1: <clears throat> N-
2: no.
6: What about potions of sanity?
2: Looks at you very puzzled.
6: Oh. Ah. I'm gonna... Oh, There's more variety back in Waterdeep.
7: Um, after i've paid and we've all talked i'm gonna pull out one more gold piece and just kind of remembering everything that's happened be holding it in my hand and look at the guy and say uh the only other thing i need is i'm looking for some place where i don't need like armor but i could use like the hottest forge you can find What what would you suggest
1: the hot what'd you say sorry
7: the, the hottest forge you could find. Someplace that could melt anything. Coplin, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> Will, um... He's just
7: giving me a look. I don't know what that look is for, though. <laughs> I
3: was plugging in my my uh, tablet. Oh! Uh, <laughs> it, it got down to 15%. Hmm. Ooh, like he, I thought uh... you
6: were doing some sort of forge thing. I don't know. I, would, I looked up and was confused.
1: All right, um... He, he's like, thinks for a moment. Kinda just shrugs. Understandable. Not really my forte, I I don't really know. I mean, Eh. there's forges, but I I don't, I don't really know which one would be the the hottest.
7: Oh, well, um, do you have a a friend, recommendation for somebody? Um, uh, uh, there's a couple of forges
1: that way and kind of points to the opposite end where you can see more like smoke coming out. Uh, and that's the direction that you saw uh, Seisha
0: and Karina head.
7: Yeah. Uh, she'll she'll just nod and be like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll keep looking, thanks.
0: With those potions of sanity.
7: I don't think he recognized them. I, I, no, he seemed real confused. What is that? I'm,
1: I'm very curious. Is that, is, that, is that something you have in Waterdeep? Perhaps you could share the recipe? I'd
6: Oh, if I had the recipe, I probably wouldn't be here asking for it, would I?
1: That's fair, that's fair, that's fair.
6: But maybe if you came to visit sometime, you might be able to find the secret.
3: Invite him to the bar so we can make money. <laughs> <laughs> and this while is...
6: you're there, take a stop at the, the Spirits of skull
1: Uh... <laughs> you you you
3: see that his, his, his
1: <laughs> attention span has he's not really like he's he's giving you that Sultans. like he's nodding but not paying attention as you can see he's just looking at that plant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are better off leaving now. Thank you so much, Mr. Silver Song. I'll make sure people know to come here. Take care! Uh huh. And just kind of. Like... And yeah. uh. Yeah. I, the telepathic I'll, bond. I
7: really want to know what that plant was saying. Me too.
0: <laughs> I am so cleaned out, you guys. <laughs>
4: that's all I, mean, you mean, I mean, I could tell you. I could ask it, but I think that's a bit beyond right now. I mean, I've now. got plenty of gold. We, we have an D&D emergency. D&D you need if to you focus.
1: <laughs> um, it just keep going. Are you guys heading towards the where he pointed you to the Quentin Quail?
0: Yeah, we don't need a yes. scroll anymore.
6: So no, that's true. We don't. That oh. cuts the mission in half.
1: Uh, and you will approach a another stall where you can see this like treasure trove of curiosities and magical wonders. There is just this unique and exotic supply of magic items each probably with their own story and enchantment, and you can see just this, I mean, you can just feel the natural charisma coming off of him as as this halfling who's standing on a stool to be taller at the...
2: But continue. Uh,
1: on a unicycle (laughs) riding not standing yep um but you can see this flamboyant halfling he has a attire of a riot of vibrant colors adorned with sparkling gems intricate embroidery and finely crafted accessories he sports a curled mustache well-groomed facial hair that matches his confident demeanor
2: uh <laughs> come one, come all, to Quentin Quail's wares. I have everything you could want, wondrous items from all across the lands. No one else in this market has what I have, and anything you want, I can make sure that Quentin Quail procures. Just give me a few days if you do not see it in the stall here. <laughs> you, you, oh, you are very strange, but glistening like gold, you've caught my eye. Please come forth, your wings. So extravagant in a tale, and a dragonborn I've never seen before. I want to hear your story. And uh, he'll click something, and it all, the unicycle just, tick, click, 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 and contraps down, and is, and then he picks it up and stores it into uh, the box, uh, the, the stand he was riding at a top. Um, yes, yes, you, come forth, come forth. Um, uh, well, the short, short, short version is Cybrix. He actually, he's like, oh, yeah. with a concerned look. I, mm, uh,
7: if, if if I get the sense that he knows what that is, I'll just share like the mm-hmm, nod with him. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah. And I got off lucky.
2: I would think so. Uh, venturing into the hells, are we? Um... No, that's that's a much longer story. No, we're doing
7: something much more mundane than that. Um actually he, I don't he know. Le- if he leans in any... and goes
2: he goes, Are you from El Torrel? Please tell me what has happened.
7: Oh no, I don't know what's going on in El Torrel. No, oh. the, the Man, no, if you I'm could not tell me that's plane of there. existence. <laughs> mm.
2: Now I heard I, I heard the whole city is apparently uh, Shh. No, 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 everything's fine. It's all returned. <laughs> all smiling happy faces. I'll look around real quick. Are we the only people in the shop? Uh, No, because it's, like, open open market. market. Uh, Oh, okay.
7: I'll stand a little straighter and flare my wings out just a little bit, like, to give us a bit of privacy, and then stage whisper and say, "Uh, I mean, if you
2: say so, um, I guess. But I keep hearing it's gone. He leans in and goes, We've heard tell that it's returned, but... The stories that echo from it. We don't want to speak it here. Especially some people find refuge and don't want to bring up any bad memories. It's bad for business, you know?
7: Yeah, that, make, that makes sense. But it's also good not to know not to go there. We've got other problems to deal with. Um, Especially d- d- if you
2: say that you've dealt with certain things that you are openly speaking about. I'm not sure you would find much favor in El Terrell. The hell writers would probably have many questions for you.
7: I mean, in fairness, everybody has many questions for me wherever I go. Like you, for example. Yes, so, and my
2: question for today is,
7: what are you looking for? Yeah. So, um, I'm really interested. You said you said you got stuff from all over. Like, well, what's what's the thing you're most proud of that you got?
2: <laughs> the thing I'm most proud of, um. Yeah. Probably this right here. And he holds up a hand and you see a very ornate ring. Um, this, you know what? Give me a hug. How
7: was, what kind of being was this person again? He's a halfling. Okay. Uh, like or you little... right. ah, okay. And I'll crouch
2: down and try to give him a hug. And you feel uh, you wrap Around him, and then in an instant, he's no longer in your arms. (laughs) (laughs) You almost had me.
7: Uh, Not invisible, like has moved somewhere. Just teleported. Not necessarily
1: teleport, but just like.
7: Like a blink
3: step. Like zipped.
1: Yeah, just like slipped right out of that hug.
7: Oh. That's a neat ring. I'll stand back up and be like, ah. That's.
2: That's, so, so, is that just to get out of hugs? <laughs> it gets me out of many situations. It's uh-huh. freeing to have all my actions at ready.
7: Mm. <laughs> oh, I you. Gotcha. Okay. Uh... all right. Oh, that, that, that's super cool. I'll Aww. look over at, I'll look over at uh, Harold and Petunia and say, oh, well, I gotta think about that one. Cause I mean, we just, we just got all that oil, but that seems like it's, oil in a ring. Um, Was there any... Yeah. Was there anything you were looking for?
6: Well, now that we got the water breathing problem solved, not particularly, but I wouldn't mind...
2: You know what? You look like you need to solve many problems at any given moment. I have just the thing for you. Um, All the time. (laughs) Hmm? All the time. Well, I have all the time for you, my dear halfling woman. Come with me. Come with me, Uh, and he'll take you to a, uh, like, a sewing mannequin, and on it is this. It doesn't look very extravagant. It looks more like a patchwork uh, quilt cloak. Um, And this, this right here, is very useful. Full of many items that you could use for any given moment. (laughs)
4: The patience I know have that to I describe think. this stuff without saying <laughs> yeah. its title. The
0: cloak of many things I think is Oh
4: my mold. god. <laughs> it's very pretty.
6: How fascinating. Uh, what is this going
2: for? Pretty is subjective, but I would say it's more useful than uh, alluring. <laughs> What's oh the god. price? Oh, this one's only 500 gold.
7: Oh my god, we can only. I guess I should have asked about the cool ring that, that you just gave a demonstration for. How, how much is that?
2: Oh, that one's 9,000. You asked for my most prized treasure.
7: <laughs> That's true. Uh, I wasn't sure if you were going to go expensive or just really, really cool. Sometimes the coolest thing isn't necessarily the most expensive, but that, that is really cool.
2: Uh, and did you say the, the water breathing out loud?
7: Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. she intentionally wow. let that yeah. slip. Okay. for that exact reason. Ah,
2: ah, well, um, if interesting in a very peculiar type of way, if you find yourself um, not wanting to drown, one could say. I have I have some scrolls over here. Uh, this cool little um, nose ring uh, adornment piece that you could wear. Uh, Make you be able to breathe underwater. Or this very nice necklace. You see it's like, a crescent moon-style necklace. It's a high-collar gold band that rests at points uh, upon the collar. Hmm? What does that do? Uh, That one allows you to breathe anything. Including caustic uh, gases. As if they do nothing. No harm, no foul.
0: Does These it mean you also, are
7: amazing does it does it um, also mean you can't smell the caustic stuff because that's usually the
2: foul part that's why it choice of words were chosen for a reason
7: okay <laughs> oh, no that makes sense sorry how, how much that one sounds
2: cool how much is that that one's uh, only a thousand gold it's very useful for that price
7: uh in the telepathic bond Orkira will say so I know that Karina can make us all breathe water and she's awesome, but I'm always kind of looking for backups in case things go bad. Mm-hmm. And so maybe getting her something so that she can always breathe underwater and still cast spells might be a good thing. That's kind of where I'm going with that. But I only have 482 gold left. How much do you need? Um, th- This cool necklace is a thousand, he said. Oof.
4: Um,
7: but it lets, you, it lets you breathe anything.
3: Well, I think we're fine. I think, oh, I, I priced it and potentially I can get three revivify diamonds and four larger diamonds for the actual. Also, my water breathing lasts for 24 hours. Oh, that's so good So we're
4: good. Uh, but it can be dispelled, right? I mean, it's a spell, so I assume.
0: Well enough of
2: us have counter spell uh, okay. that I Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's true. Yeah. This
3: cloak is amazing. Get the
2: cloak. <laughs> oh, and it looks very fetching upon you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I <laughs> think and you it need like, it. You are trying it on. It's like oh, oh.
6: She's like, it's not so much trying it on as like look like taking a peek and like all the but
3: there's so many pockets.
2: <laughs> yes, uh one for any situation.
7: Much is it? i think i might
2: how, you... how much was that again 500 uh and just looking over the wares you can see this robe the scrolls um that uh nose bridge piece he's talking about a very fancy stone that seems to just kind of be like hovering over a display case um some gloves uh you know some and then some other like another jewelry box that's uh full of like some rings um, and amulets that seems to be glowing and pulsing with red.
7: And then yeah. in the telepathic yeah. bond, to basically to Karina yeah. and Seisha, yeah, we're in a, a shop that's got a lot of gold cool magic stuff. You want us to ask about anything? Um, I'm set. Like I said,
2: I have anything you need. And if I don't, just give me a day or two and I'll...
3: Unless they have a haste I- item. Do
4: they have anything that can do a wish spell?
7: Karina oh. won't see this, but I think through the telepathic bond, you just hear like this high-pitched little tiny whine. From and then she'll, well, and she'll from go,
4: from you seeing how animated Karina got, this is said very sad.
3: Yeah, um, I don't know if we could afford. I don't have the inflection for
7: that. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's
3: fine. I don't uh, know if we could afford an item that powerful, even I, if we all pooled.
4: Not to buy now. I just need to know.
3: Fair.
7: I can ask. I can ask. Um, And then out loud. Yeah, don't, so, don't buy
4: anything if it's expensive.
7: <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out. Uh, expense. Um, wishes usually come with really bad consequences, so maybe it'll be cheap. And then out loud... <laughs> Um so I got a friend who is looking for things to make her go fast. And I got another friend who just wishes she could do a lot of really cool things.
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to go fast, I have these pair of boots over here. Make you uh walk faster, run faster, anything like that. Uh but if you're looking for <laughs> the boots of
4: the blue hedgehog.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They uh, are blue. Sonic <laughs> shoes.
5: gonna be the best.
1: actually they're they're red with white a white. Yeah, white yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. High tops. tops. Yes.
2: But if so you're looking a dog barefoot
5: going, this this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: But if you're looking for something to um boost you even further, have you heard of my friend Saffron Silversong? He has a potion.
7: Oh, yeah, we just came from there. That that was cool. No, no, that... that
2: the, you.
7: Bless his soul. <laughs> yeah, apparently the two of you are friends. Uh, These but two that's, really that's, got a
4: scamp going, and I appreciate it.
7: <laughs> yeah. No, I think we're looking for something a little more permanent or uh, can be reused than a potion as far as the, the go fast or the being able to wish, wish upon a star.
2: And uh, that last one kind of steps back. Oh... Mm. Um, I don't know if anything like that exists beyond a genie, genie's blessing or, or even a god. Uh, find a genie.
0: That's done. You never know without asking. That's true. That's true. Are you buying that cloak?
6: She's already like at the, the, the counter with like 500 gold ready. Like she's, she's still wearing it. She's like, she's ready for them to cut the tag off already. She's got the money. She's ready.
4: Okay. <laughs> she's putting it on the thing that, like, takes off the little... Yeah, she's, like, there. Anti-theft <laughs> tag. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, and um, uh, he says, uh, I have a scroll that kind of works like the, the potion, but nothing that's permanent.
7: Okay, I'll, I'll find out from my friend if that'll work later, and, and we'll come back. But I, of- I think, I think oh. Petunia's
2: looking to buy the really cool cloak. I, I know it's going to look great on her. I, um, and, uh, yeah, I'll just, um, if you could, you know, come out of the shop. I can't leave my wares ready for your prying fingers. Not that I don't trust you at all, but you are in the gate. Understandable. I don't want to have uh, to remove your hands.
8: Scroll.
2: A scroll. Um, I'm going to assume it's the same price
0: as the, as the potion. Uh... <laughs>
1: Uh, the scroll is same as that
2: Oh okay that first Got it. So uh, the scroll is 800 gold and the reason why is because because you can transcribe it into your uh, your book if if you were of that nature and so you get kind of like that bonus. Because you see the magics, how it's done. You can't really replicate a potion unless you're someone that can make them. It's
0: true. Understood, thank you. We will consider
2: and return. Okay, but you're getting this cloak now, are you not?
6: Yes. She's like, money is... She's starting to play with how the money's stacked on the on the counter. Like she's making the gold into a pyramid because she's like, the money's here. I'm just playing with it at this point. Got it.
2: Um, and he'll take it, ring you ring you up, uh, magically create a uh, a till that opens out of this arcane box, um, and as you place it in, and you see no other money in there. It closes as if to transport the money to a different location, so that his money cannot be stolen. Um, that's but smart. that's smart. Yeah, <laughs> that's real smart. Steal, Steal the can. box. It <laughs> makes me think
4: of how, like at NASCAR, the concession stands actually have like the tubes, like uh, like at the bank. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they, yeah. They, they empty are... the concession stands God. regularly.
2: Uh, That's cool. It is, it is an, an actual, it's technically, a, I think, a magical spell, but there's, you put something in a box, and it sends somewhere else. So if you yeah. took the box, it would go yeah, to the yeah. same location yeah. every time. No, I just, yeah. yeah. Um, That's but, cool. Yeah, so he's like, ah, oh, here you are, and takes off the protections against it uh, from being alarms going off if stolen. So, uh, and puts it on you. Ah, yes, you look... Very fetching. You know, I said that this was not a very good-looking cloak, but on you, I would say uh. you're the prettiest halfling out here. Hit him, Harold.
6: <laughs> <laughs> As I say, she kind of looks around, notices Harold happens to be, like, probably surprisingly distracted about something. It's like, oh, you're just saying that. That's, that's, no, I
7: think it's, I like it. It's very humble. I think it's very pretty, and, and if you'll like it, then that's all that matters.
6: <laughs> I like it. I think it's very useful.
2: Hmm. Uh, where in the gate are you staying? <laughs>
6: mm. With friends. Mm?
2: Okay. With friends Oh, your friends. Well, perhaps they also would like something. I'm you know what? I'll mark this down to 800 gold, and he points towards that floating stone.
6: Might have missed the description of that stone. What was it all about again? I don't know if we got one actually. Nope. That's it's what, just what, a floating what, stone. A, what a, is that?
2: Ah, uh, it is said to be a stone from a forgotten god or a god from another plane, one that could protect you. They say the god's name is Iun.
7: And Orkira looks very confused. I was say, am
6: I able to make a roll about that?
2: Uh, sure. Religion? Uh, go ahead.
7: Can I join in on that just for funsies? Cheer Yep, that's that's you yep. Not yep. that great
6: actually, all things considered.
7: Two. <laughs> <laughs> but it's better than that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I rolled a three, so. Oh. Uh.
2: Yeah. Um. So, what did you I get, see Petunia? Things I don't know things. What did you get, Petunia?
7: An eight.
2: 18. 18? Okay, so you've heard of Aiyun Stones before. You're unsure uh, if that's just the name that uh, Toral has just adopted over the many eons and millennia, uh, or if it actually is tied to a, a goddess of knowledge um, from different far off planes, different worlds, uh, things that like Karina and Orkira hail from. Um, and uh, one of them, uh, you've heard in old, old stories uh, something about Greyhawk. But uh, Ioun, you know, to be the equivalent of different worlds being uh, Agma. But in Toral in the realm space, Ioun is typically just the name given to especially magically imbued stones that oftentimes float around someone's head. Uh, You remember Harold speaking of an evil warlock that was said to have 13 uh, that circled his crown.
6: Interesting. And you said that's 800 gold.
2: Yes. Hmm.
7: Is it, is it... does it do anything, or is it, like, magnetic?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is not a lodestone. Oh, okay.
7: I'm not
6: quite sure I'm able to spring quite for that, but my one of my friends, you're right. And that
2: is why I brought it up. You can tell your friends that if you come back since you've already bought one of my wares, and I find you so fetching, that I'd be willing to drop the price for you to 800 gold.
6: I imagine Harold probably notices that at this point.
2: (laughs) He does,
0: but he's not the jealous (laughs) type. That's
6: fair. Find out what it does. I will have to let them know. I mean, technically they may already be knowing. They can sort of, we've got a a little bit of a communication going on, so they've already heard all of the great business you've been giving us. What does
1: it do? He said said it offers protection.
6: Yeah, Yeah, but specifically what kind of protection? It's, it seems very complicated. It's very, um,
3: loady. But you said- Yes. You said it's tied to who? Ayun. Do you, as a raised all oh my life following Ogma. Ogma, I was like, do I recognize an... it?
1: Yes, but no, I mean, that's really nothing.
3: Yeah. That
1: it, it's, yes, you do in the sense that it is a knowledge-based deity that yeah. is oftentimes correlated to Agma.
3: Right. Oh, that's interesting. It's, if it's knowledge-based, there's a chance that it offers some sort of, um, maybe it's a legend lore thing or, or no, protection. So maybe it protects your mind. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'd want to know more about it. Would will let you identify it?
6: Am I allowed? I don't know if I'd be allowed to do that. I well, yes, I could yes. try, I could ask?
3: Yeah. <clears throat>
6: um, I don't, I don't hmm. know if this is unorthodox to ask. Um, Obviously, protection is a very um, enticing description, but it's also a very broad description. And I, I you know, I, I, I consider myself a scholar, but I, I only know so much. Based off of the name, is there any way I could take time to identify it and see if we're interested in purchasing it? Uh, anyone in the circle?
2: I see no reason why not.
6: Yeah. just wanted to ask first.
2: But you must do it here.
6: Oh, of course. Oh my goodness, of course.
2: Yeah, can't have you wander off. Alarms would go off and I definitely don't want to take your pretty hands.
7: Aww. I wouldn't, no.
2: Um, <laughs>
7: We're not interested in offering hands anyway.
2: Ethan. I mean, unless you're offering yours. I'm little... not. Oh. But
7: thank you for asking.
2: Well, fine, so requiring fine. them
7: is always a pain in the hand. Uh,
2: but yeah, you can take the time and you see that this Ion stone of protection, um, would give you an advantage in a fight as you're able to understand combat a little bit more. And uh, discern where people are going to attack or how they're going to attack, mechanically granting you a +2 to your AC.
6: Your next move's going to be—that's cool. Um,
7: excellent. Let's see. Could do you
2: have be, be useful to g- it? for Karina. Yes, it, it could be
7: useful for Karina. I'll throw into the telepathic bond if we, if we think it's something we want. I, I can throw a couple hundred at this. What do Let you think? think? How much? Let me
4: talk to the armorer before yeah. we decide anything, because that sounds considered... We,
3: we can we can
6: um we can get our we can put our heads together for it once we consolidated everything.
3: Yeah, I'm already so hard to hit. I, I agree. It would be a good idea for Karina to have it. Yeah,
4: but I'm about to go talk to another dwarf, and I got a you know Telemycentia oh, yeah, from yeah. the other dwarf, so I might be able to make out better with the same benefits. That's true. But that oh.
7: no, option- Bob. Yeah, yeah, good to have it, options. It sounds like as long as Petunia comes back in the cool cloak, he'll keep the, the discount on the table. So, we oh, got yeah. time. Great. Okay. Uh, thank you for letting us do that. That was that was super nice of you. Um, our friends are interested, but we got to meet up with them first and kind of...
2: Well, hurry back soon, because I'm sure that somebody else here might buy it. It's a very busy market, after all. <laughs> Absolutely. <Okay. laughs> it's fine. We'll
7: just go rob them. <laughs> I mean, Good those mitt. are your hands you're <laughs> putting on the line. I tagged you on a I, big fucking. <laughs> can, I can only regenerate one of them at a time,
3: so, you know, that's up to you.
7: Uh,
3: no, whoever buys it, we'll rob them. Mm,
1: mm. Oh. <laughs> and as uh, the three of you uh, head off towards, to to possibly meet up with, to see what, hap- what Sasha and Karina uh, have been able to uh, learn and/or acquire. That is where we're going to take our break. Yep. And uh, when we come back, we will be uh, in the second half of this shopping episode.
3: I really like the NPCs y'all got to deal with, and I feel like the ones we're going to deal with are going to be really mean to me. Oh, he's going to be a dick. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, I
2: mean, it's right. very
3: possible, but I'm like... i like that.
2: Yeah. Remember, enter hashtag Eldritch for your chance to win a $50 gift card from Eldritch Foundry, and we'll see you soon.
0: Well, you know, if you want to see the pants, I actually have them right here. G- give me just a second and I'll I'll cinch them up.
2: And we're back from break. Welcome. Uh, uh, the BFGs took a small little trip, just a short little distance. Just a giant, really. Go on a shopping trip. Yep, shopping in Baldur's Gate.
3: Shopping
1: Shopping in Baldur's Gate. I'm sure it's fine. They went through a tree. So it is a Baldur's Gate tree. It's called
2: playin- retail therapy. We're, play- We're playing Baldur's Gate Tree. Yep. Um,
3: I hate it so much.
2: But they went I to a potion shop. They went to a magical wear shop. They got some stuff. Uh, Petunia is now wearing a quilted coat, a uh, cloak on top of her. <laughs> she's wearing, she's wearing like a homeless-looking item on top of the finest robes made in all of Toril. <laughs> It is a fashion choice. <laughs> One might say so it's a technicolor
4: good. dream coat. Um,
2: mm-hmm. But as they all split up, we're going to switch over to Sasha and Karina. As you follow the sounds of Hammerfall striking an anvil. Um,
1: oh, you, uh, sorry. Uh, uh, Petunia, you can add robe of useful items to your character sheet. If you haven't already. And,
3: uh, yeah. <laughs> hmm?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: But it Kay. has pockets! Nice, then. Uh,
2: but, as you're figuring that out, I'm going to switch over to Karina and Sasha hearing the sounds of Hammer Falls, and you come to this stall that doesn't look like many of the other stalls, in the sense where a lot of these look like they were popped up, mm-hmm. or made, or... Even if they are here for a long period of time and not broken down, um, they're just a quick, simple Mm -hmm. shop. But this one stands as a testament to the craftsmanship. Um, And you can see these iron pillars sculpted in uh, dwarven architecture, uh, sconces built into them with fire pouring out. You can see uh, different... Motifs just kind of carved into, it showing the amount of craftsmanship and work and uh, hard angles and hard designs, like even like smooth organic shapes crafted from steel and and work and and you can see that there's um, multiple weapons racks and armor stands uh, inside. You can feel the heat of this area as it's just pouring through the crowd many people sweating in the area. Uh, You see that there's also some very finely made things that could be already attuned or uh, possibly imbued with magic, the arcane Mm -hmm. weave, just from how finely crafted they are. Uh, And you see that many people are kind of actually passing this place by a lot of the stuff seems to be possibly geared for more of the adventuring type and not mm-hmm. really even the nobles and things yeah. like that. perfect. Um, hammering away, waiting for someone to actually step into his shop mm-hmm. is a stout, sturdy dwarf with a full, neatly groomed beard that rests as his chest. It's very strange for a profession you would think that a dwarf of doing this would probably have a very unkempt or very just loose beard but his fiery red hair streaked with gray a testament to his many years and experiences uh, in the trade his arms are well muscled from years of forging and handling weapons and his calloused hands bear the scars of countless hours at the anvil his attire is a blend of the practical um practicality and craftsmanship his leather apron worn over rugged clothing he wears a pair of protective goggles that's, um he has now like, on his eyes as he's mm-hmm. looking into the forge and hammering away of that white hot iron. And uh, as you all step in, uh, being the only people in the shop, he'll uh, stop the hammering, look at it, look it over, not quelch it just yet, stick it back into the forge and pull the red-lensed goggles up over his very ashen and soot-covered face, and you see just perfectly round circles where it's this, this accentuated by the black smudge around.
4: Karina uh, can't help but smile. <laughs> it's a uh, familiar sight.
2: He looks and he goes, Aye, what can I do for you?
4: In Dwarvish, she'll reply, Dorian, I presume?
2: And he'll respond in Ah, so you've heard of me.
4: Uh, your son, Yubis, sent me with his recommendation on your skill. Ah, my
2: son, not my wares. All right.
4: No, sent me as I said I was looking for fine smithy wares. He said, you must see my father. Tell him I sent you.
2: Well, you have a really good recommendation, but I was wondering if another adventurer you've come across seemed to uh, tell you of my my wares, but all the same, I guess. Um, But if he gives you... My recommendation. I'm sure it's more than just armor you're looking for.
4: Yes, I have this human traveling with me as well. Unfortunately, quite squishy.
2: Looks to be clad in armor.
4: It's not the best. She kind of hand me downs from family members.
2: Kind of looks um, it over and. Oh, it's got dings and wears, but the etchings on the side and on the knees there. Look fairly well made, probably something that's been embellished over the years.
4: Oh, the etchings are my own doing.
2: On the knees, yes, but not the chest.
4: Oh, no, that's unique to her, but I still would like something to make her a little more sturdy as well myself. She seems to run afoul at the mouth on occasion, and, well, sometimes you got to protect yourself from (laughs) yourself. shiny! And I walk away. Ah, There she
2: goes. Uh, And he'll look, and... He's kind of like, you know, confused about how you're speaking about her, and he sees what's hanging on her back. A very distinct shield. Mm -hmm. That runs with a very specific type of crowd. He goes, ah, and you have her carry your shield too.
4: Mm. She does her own thing. We're recent acquaintances. She helps me out where I need it, but I am tired of taking the licks for her mouth.
2: Hmm. <clears throat> well, what you do with your property is none of my business, but I know your type. Um, money is king, as they say. Of course. So, um, what are you looking for? Uh, I, I guess I could forge something that would silence her, if that's really what you mean.
4: Oh, no, it's almost amusing at this point. Um, for me personally, I imagine she's probably going to browse and see if she likes anything. She'll probably ask for whatever she wants. For myself, just something. And I, I have no brain for how to fantasy say this. Uh, I just looking for something to boost my AC.
2: Okay, yeah. Um, a uh, more well-made armor. And um, he goes. Uh, well,
4: the like bracers or boots or anything, because the armor I have is
2: really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, the armor you're wearing right now is uh, the chain, like, scale scale mail of moonstone, and he'll actually, um, now seeing that kind of underneath. But that's also, like,
4: the only nice thing she's wearing. (laughs) Yeah, and he'll
2: go, go. you're looking for something for you.
4: Yes, something that might... Help her, she will discuss that with you. For myself...
2: Oh, I thought you were fine with your elvish riffraff.
4: <laughs> Trust me, you acquire things, and as you see, I am
2: covering it. I'm, I mean, it is, it is finely crafted, I would say, but the design, finely the crafted, and Finely
4: crafted is certainly a term that mm. we could maybe use. But as you see, I'm covering it.
2: All right, I use it's uh, more scale mail you're looking for. I also have leatherwares and all the way up to full plate, if you can Uh, carry it.
4: I'm more than strong enough, thank you.
2: Uh, You know, being able to shoulder it and being able to move in it well are two very different things.
4: Movement's not always my top priority. I'm inclined in other ways. All
2: right, if you just want to be like uh, a true shield dwarf, then... I have at it. Could also make you some berserker armor, heard <laughs> tale of that.
4: Ah, uh, that would be interesting. Something preferably a bit more natural. I tend to favor the mountains and the trees and things. That's my home, as I'm sure you understand. Uh, potentially mm-hmm. some bracers or some boots.
2: I'm a mountain dwarf myself. Lovely. But, yeah, we have uh, different things. Uh, I got uh, anything from, like I said, leather all all the way up. Uh, But if you're looking for something that's a little bit lighter, but still carries what you're looking for, and I can tell by the braids and gems you carry yourself, you like finer things. So how about maybe some of this mithril?
4: What'll that run me?
2: Uh, It starts at, uh, well... The eight hundred gold plus whatever type of armor you're wanting. So you, it's the eight hundred for the for materials, and then, and then however long it may take me to make it, unless I already have it made. Mm-hmm. It, fair, I might.
4: Mm. What What do you currently have in stock?
2: Uh, what are you looking for?
4: Not looking to replace the the elven trash. Um, anything else,
2: really? Yes. Okay, stacking armor is kind of very strange, but, uh, you know, you do what you want.
4: Oh, just, like I said, bracers, boots, legs.
2: Uh, yeah, we can find some stuff for you. Um, and he'll start uh, going through, like, his catalog of what he has. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, yeah, I'm just looking for something to even just give me... Mechanically, one or two additional AC, but I don't want to take off the serpent scale armor because I get okay, okay. a yeah, much yeah, better yeah. benefit Got it. for that because that, my serpent scale armor gives me additional AC tied to, I think, my con. Um, oh, my con V. Um, or no, it's my dex. My dex mod increases my AC, so I just need something to add to my AC.
2: Okay. Got it. Uh, and he'll look and go, Ah, yeah, I got some stuff here. Some uh, some bracers that will help, you know, the dwarven quality will uh, Thank you. help imbue whatever those elves gave you. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. But since you're not looking for the full armor uh, and what it'd take, uh, it's actually going to be only... 800 for it um, Okay. now if you want it in, in mithril it might be a little bit more but uh, just some finely crafted dwarven bracers to to bump up your toughness and things like that make it harder to hit
4: I'd appreciate that plus dwarven gives me a little taste of home
2: <laughs> but I can do a full, seat, a full set of full plate for her if that's what you're looking for
4: let me check with her one moment, and I'll go over to Seisha. And I'm going to make noises like I'm whispering,
2: mm-hmm.
4: but on the telepathic bond. So very, like, you know...
2: And what is your passive insight? Uh, my passive insight is 19. 19? Okay. So when he saw that shield mm-hmm. and stuff like that, it wasn't like a, oh, I know who you run with, and I'm cool with them. It was kind of like a catch-in-the-throat fear yeah. of like, oh, fuck, yeah. uh, got yeah. it. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she's just
4: over there like, watermelon cantaloupe, watermelon cantaloupe. Look at this uh, shiny. <laughs> hey, so, um, he can do you a, a full plate if you want anything. His prices actually aren't that bad, all things considered. He's, I'm gonna get some
3: mithril bracers for like 800. I, I'm really attached. To this armor, it's, anything else you might want?
1: Um, like a yeah. circlet? Yeah, and uh, just so you know, mm-hmm. mithril armor gives you no disadvantage on stealth checks. Just so Katie knows.
4: <laughs> we'll buy you a nice mannequin at home for your armor.
3: <laughs> mm, that's re- Well, I'm a plus zero anyways, so. I'm not, mm. This is a lot of pressure. I'm, um, just,
1: I'm just letting you know that's yeah, what no, the that's, mechanics of Mithril is.
3: That's really handy, but yeah, I have to buy all the diamonds. I, I can't. Yeah, I'm just I'm making it look like we're yeah. we're discussing a deal. Uh, okay.
4: Okay. But but he does have really good wares. Mm-hmm.
3: Did you get something for yourself?
4: I I'm gonna get some bracers, some Mithril bracers.
3: I'm just like making gestures, like I'm describing things and yeah. moving my mouth. Yeah. Got it.
4: Okay. Um. So you got your thing. Yeah, he's also got some some leather goods. If you want, like, you want me to check if he has any
3: bags or? Um. Oh. Mm. We should have grabbed the portable hole.
4: I don't think he's got that. Yeah. It, that just occurred to me.
3: Um. No, I. Th- I could I ask think him I'm, if he's got a variety of bags. I think I'm good. I've got a haver a handy haversack, so. Okay. It. Helps control my load. Yeah. Um, I think, honestly, I think I'm good. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And, oh, uh, another
4: shiny. I'll go back to him and go, she, she wanted to come look and then tells me she's emotionally attached to what she has. Um, but I, she gave me an idea to ask, do you have any bags of any kind that would be beneficial in some way?
2: Uh, it's not really armor or weaponry, so that's not me. All right. Actually, weaponry-wise. That's why I also didn't really have any boots. I have, like, you know.
4: Do you have any sickles?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I do. Are you, um...
4: And she'll hold up... She has a moon sickle? Yeah, yeah. Uh, got anything similar?
2: Uh, is that a Moonsicle, like, plus one? Yeah, Moonsicle yeah. plus one. Uh He has something that's very similar. Ah. Uh, so, uh, you, you didn't buy that off of someone that... No, oh, that's very no, different.
4: No, had it for a very long time.
2: Yeah, those, those runes and carvings on it, uh, I've never noticed those before.
4: Oh, yeah, they're from my home.
2: Where do you call home? Where are your mounts?
4: Uh Nowhere anymore, unfortunately. Massive cave-in. We lost almost everyone. Uh,
2: I don't remember any... And then he realizes, like, who he might be talking to. You, you know, you're right. You're right. Um, no problem there. Uh, don't mind me buggering about some questions. Oh, and you're
4: fine. You're fine. It's actually with, it's comforting to talk to a dwarf. Don't see many of us on the roads. With my perception,
3: I catch that and <laughs> just kind of look over and smile. <laughs> and turn around a corner and go look at something else. <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, doesn't seem afraid of you. Yep. Yeah, uh, There is a set of armor, one set of
1: armor that does kind of catch your eye, and it is this like hide armor that is made of like crab shell, and it's got like seashell pauldrons, and it's all like aquatic motif.
3: Mm, hey, look at this! What's that? It looks like water
2: armor. Hmm.
3: Does it do something special in water?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, so that one, um, it's all attached to the leather bits underneath and uh, the chain linking it all together. Um, but that one, uh, I like to call. Uh, have you ever had any trouble? He's speaking common to you. Yeah. Um, uh, swimming in what yacht?
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, that. You never have to worry about that again. Really? Yeah. Uh, You'll never drown in that armor unless you stay face down for too long.
3: What kind of uh, uh, protection does it offer? Is it similar to plate, scale, leather?
2: Uh, It's hide. Okay. (sighs) Okay. So probably not going to protect you from heavy well, blows as much as the ultrare now, but you're not going to sink in it.
4: Could you put your plate mail in the haversack until we get somewhere
3: and well, then put it back on? The, the problem is, if I am in the front, like I'm expecting to be, true, 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 I can't afford to not be in plate.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
6: It sure is pretty though.
2: Um, but yeah, it's going to be a uh, 1,000 gold for the Mythor basers. Done. You know
4: what? Uh, how much is that in platinum?
2: A hundred.
4: Yeah. I figured you gave us money so we'd spend it. I wonder if I could
3: convince my sweetie to come back down here. You also
2: did save the city from a giant kaiju. And, yeah. uh And have gain, gained the city 500,000 gold. Before you arrived. Yeah. But, so you're getting paid again out of those dividends.
4: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, going to take, I'm going to take out 100 platinum. Just, <laughs> just to
2: be showy about it. Uh, no, he didn't, not even phased, but not like a, it's more so, he thinks you were part of somebody that is definitely, this is how the money they yeah. use. And so yeah, she's, uh-huh.
4: she's doing it to like, keep up the facade. She's like,
2: yeah. If if anything, it only confirms his suspicions. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. And she goes
4: all up front. That's how I do business.
2: You, you know what? Uh, as much as people uh, have to say about your lot, uh, you are very good at business. So uh, I like you. You'll never have a problem here.
4: Thank you. That's very kind. And uh,
2: have... just one one second, uh, and he'll go and open a crate and then pull out two mithril bracers. Uh, And they'll, you can
1: just, they'll mimic a cloak of protection, so you can just add a cloak of protection. Add a cloak of protection, okay. And then you can just rename it to Bracers of Protection.
4: Okay.
2: All right. Um. Uh, If there's anything else, please let me know. And if you change your mind about the armor, you know where to find me. At least until sundown. I will let you know that. Uh, okay. Because you're paying me in sons, so I know where you're from. Um, but it's where I last exchanged money. Uh, all right. Well, uh, fair enough. So I don't know if you're from here or if you've been here in a while, but the wide closes at sundown and uh, the watch will kick you out. And if the watch don't, the fist will.
4: Understandable. Uh, one last question since you deal in the market area.
2: Right. Um,
4: I got, a, I got a bit of, of the rundown from your son on how things have changed since I've been here last. Um, an old person I used to trade with, it seems, has fallen out of favor, but for sake of politeness, I wanted to at least say hello while I'm in town. Um, would you be familiar with a old uh, head merchant, Aben, Aben Forsworn. Aben, Eben Forsworn. E-
2: Eben. Eben Forsworn. And he looks at you with what you just said and a like very confused look crosses his face.
4: Met him once or twice in the past. He was nice. I was heard from your son that he had fallen out of favor, but
2: I uh, Alright. And and he he just kinda nods because he goes, I I guess you aren't like really close because regular folk and friends just call him Ben.
4: Ben. Wow. Uh, he was friends. No, we were we were trade friends. Again, that
2: confused look crosses like, his face. But he goes. I'm
4: saying trade merchant. I, yeah. Yeah. She's trying to say like I've bought shit he, from him. I before. get what you're okay. saying. Okay. 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 Okay.
2: <laughs> the shield she's carrying and the merchandise <laughs> they deal with is. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, yeah. all right. Um, well, he was friends with Duke Dillard Porter Dillard. Uh, before uh, Porter became a duke. Uh, I think um, Aben's influences guided Porter to create uh, the Parliament of Peers. When he was elected as Grand Duke, Porter that is, uh, gave a lot of us regular folk more power within the city. Oh,
8: wonderful.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Aben was in the Parliament, along with eleven others who gave voice for the lower city amongst the governing factions, total fifty members. Mm. Sadly, it dissolved after a coup of werewolves tried to take over the Council of Four. Werewolves? Aye, werewolves, and they say it's in those woods over there. And he points, like, in a direction. I'll have to be careful, then. I wouldn't wonder too late. Um, But um, the werewolves tried to take out the Council of Four, and uh, Porter stepped down as Grand Duke. Um, Hmm. the city is wild, you know. Recently, I heard that a flying ship with tentacles crashed somewhere along the river that runs through the gate.
3: You don't say.
2: Yeah. Is that common or dwarvish? Uh, currently talking in dwarvish. Yeah, dwarvish. dwarvish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but say,
4: will info dump everything might call to you it
2: the Yeah, they say that it appeared into the sky uh, on the day of like when all the stars made that pretty line but oh, yeah. that and Elturel took a small vacation to the Nine Hells, but I'm sure you know all about that, yeah. don't you?
4: Yeah, seems a lot of crazy things have been happening, especially since that star situation. Yeah,
2: uh, well, Elturel disappeared before, but um, but not too many years ago. Uh, the Cult of the Dead Three also tried to resurrect Ball. <laughs> I guess, wow. welcome to the gate.
4: <laughs> no kidding.
3: Eh, it's been solved.
4: Well, in the bond. <laughs> thank you for the conversation, friend. It's helpful, Lala.
2: If you're looking for him, yeah. As you said, you want to stop by and say hello. Yeah. Uh, if he were to still be alive, he's well in his years now, and you know how uh, uh, they fare. And he looks over mm. towards Seisha. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he would be living in Lower City, Lower uh, like he City, was before, okay. but in his yeah. villa, um, okay, in the Eastway near Elfin Tavern.
4: All right, thank you. I, it probably seems superfluous to say hi to a absolutely accomplished craftsman as she looks around, but my parents always raised me. You always maintain good relationships where you can. You never know who's gonna be a pauper one day and a king the next.
2: You never know. Uh, Porter knows that story all too well. He's still on the council, but nowhere near what he was. And if any uh, time your lot needs my forge, it's at your aid.
4: Oh, thank you. We we have a few more traveling companions. If they have need of anything, I'll make sure they know to stop by. Hi. Right, all right. Just let me know. Thank you. Good evening to
2: you. Ah, you as well.
4: And they will turn to leave. and uh, Putting on the bracers and everything as she leaves. Okay. Okay. And- and all the way out, she's just like, "Sasha, yeah, I don't know what he thinks we are, but your shield made him think we are a big
7: fucking
3: deal." Oh yeah, yeah. If he recognized that, ooh, that could get difficult. I didn't even think about that before we came in the city.
4: He seemed, ooh. he <laughs> seemed
3: kind of scared, actually. He should be. Yeah. <laughs> should I... we put it away? I don't have anything I can put Hold it away on. in. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on. I'm wearing the cloak of many fashions? Actually, actually? While we're buying stuff? It may not be a bad thing. Well, let's like leave it but to an once element we're of not surprise. Shopping, I think we
2: should put it away.
4: Let's leave it to an element of surprise and I'm going to throw the cloak of many fashions over Sasha's <laughs> shoulders. Okay. okay. We're
2: just. It is also like how you started the attitude, and then he was like, "Okay, yeah." Oh
1: Oh. Uh. no! Um. I love that. (laughs) Yep.
8: Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you're, and so just to for brevity's sake, or not necessarily brevity, but just yeah, I'm also
3: gonna info dump that entire interaction. Of course,
1: absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm
3: sorry. Um, flying tentacled Mm -hmm. ship. Yeah.
0: Where? Let's go where? Off the coast. Why don't we handle a flying pinnacle ship when well, we're not trying to handle saving the planet?
4: Let's, yeah, let's we don't go. Need we need to talk on top to of everything else. I'm, 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 everything you said about Aben was really sad, so I'd like to like to get that done. Okay. Yeah, I agree.
3: I gotta go. Do you want me to just go and get the stuff, and you guys can head over to see him? I don't yeah. know that I'm gonna be any use in that conversation.
7: Uh, You know, Um, Seisha, I'll come with you because I got. Yeah, I don't think anyone
4: should wander here alone. He also said that um, places close at sundown. Okay. So
3: yeah, let's do that then. You three go talk to him. Me and Arkira will keep shopping. Okay. Yeah. Um,
7: Yeah. I don't think I should be there because the instant I open my mouth, I might remind him of a bad memory. So yeah, Seisha, we'll we'll go take care of a few other things.
1: Um, and f- as I was saying, um, for the diamonds, yep. um, there's a spell component, uh, vendor that you can, any, like, gold cost spell component, mm-hmm. you can get there. Okay. Diamonds included.
0: Perfect. I yeah, do so- also need to hit a jewel. I know. I know.
1: Okay. And you're looking for something specific for that.
0: Yes. Yes. Wait, uh, while you're getting the stuff for that, can you get the stuff I need for sight? What do you need? Uh, I need... I, I, an ointment for the eyes that cost 25 gold. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, I got that. It needs to be made of mushroom powder, saffron, and fat. Also at the jeweler. <laughs> You're going to stick fat in your eyes.
4: At the jeweler, can you just pick me up a locket? Nothing magical, just mm-hmm. a locket. Uh,
3: do you want it as an opening locket? Yes. What shape? Uh, rectangle. Rectangle? Okay. And, and then uh, as we walk. Is I, there a particular metal?
4: No. Okay. As we walk, I'm going to um, pay a street artist to just draw a very small picture of my wife. Okay. Uh,
2: Got it. Like a small picture, like to put into a locket. Yeah. To to put into the locket. (laughs) Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, A silver. yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you
1: got your... Uh, actually, so they'll, they'll paint it full size. Yeah. And then use reduced to... I love that. Oh, I
4: love it. That. Oh, yeah. I love and it. I'm just, gonna, I'm gonna mark off a gold since I'm also asking Seisha to pick up a locket.
1: Sounds good. Yeah, that'll yeah. be just for that yeah. simple locket. That'll be enough to cover yeah. that.
3: Um, did you see the messages
1: mm-hmm.
2: sent?
3: Okay,
1: cool. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but we're going to, uh, There was the three of you. Where are you all going? Yeah,
4: we're going to uh,
2: Aben's. Got it. Okay. Ben's. Going to old Ben's. Um, (laughs) Uncle Ben! (laughs) Yeah. No! Yeah, yeah. You you know that that's nowhere near where you are currently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it.
4: Did Uh, he give me the illusion that the entire place is sundown lockdown, or was it just the gate? Or, sorry, just the the, wide. Just the wide. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Still hustling a little bit because this man is probably like one sneeze away from the grave, so uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, the wide definitely certain other parts of the upper city kind of like closed down. Yeah. how they lock it's how they protect um business. No, it's how they protect the upper city citizens from, yeah, any... we know how
4: sundown towns
2: work, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh huh, mm-hmm. yeah, from any pickpockets or yeah, yeah, attention.
3: Just put your money under your breastplate.
2: <laughs> I thought you were about to say under your
4: breastplate.
3: That would be a bulk. It but bucket. also, I mean, go
2: ahead, try it. That's some more nasty. See what happens. Uh, but you and Orkira, Seisha, yep. are working together? Okay, got it. So you all meet up uh, before you split off again mm-hmm. um, and exchange information telepathically, however, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, where are, you're going to the gym or the, you're going to- Spell components. Spell components and then a jeweler. A, and a jeweler. Okay. And
3: keeping an eye out on the way.
2: This one? That's the, that's the jeweler. Yep. Yeah. Uh, up top is the- Yep, yeah, but um, you find a stall that is a haven of glitter, glittering beauty. Display cases showing a breathtaking array of jewelry that spans a spectrum of styles and aesthetics. Um, and you see an elegant and refined human woman with a grace that seems to radiate from within her chestnut hair is carefully pulled back into an intricate braided bun allowing her delicate features and vibrant green eyes to take center stage she wears clothing that seems to shimmer with a subtle enchanting quality and her fingers are adorned with numerous rings that glint in the light Around her neck hangs a pendant with a rare and exquisite gemstone that seems to shift and also change color as she moves. Hello and welcome.
1: How may I be of service?
3: I am. This is the jeweler. Jeweler. Mm -hmm. I am looking to procure um, two items. Um, I need a locket, and I need. an anklet, if you're familiar with what those are? Like a bracelet you, that you wear you, around the ankle?
1: Your passive insight gets that, are you seriously asking me this question?
3: I know, I know. It's something I got tasked with looking for.
1: No, more on, if you're familiar with what it is. these <laughs> like, are the words you
2: chose <laughs> me? To say to a jeweler?
4: Oh, <laughs> he's like, I outfitted all of I'm, Sigma Gamma Chi. I'm, like, come on. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs>
2: I
1: may have heard of an anklet once or twice <laughs> in my 40 year career as a jeweler. Yes, that is something that I may be able to I'm do.
4: i so sorry, I wasn't
3: sure if they're in fashion down here. I'm from Waterdeep. <laughs> I, I apologize sincerely. I just didn't know if they were in fashion and you would carry them.
1: And like almost like a switch, demeanor switches to apology accepted. Uh,
3: uh Insight? <laughs> okay, go
1: ahead. Uh, you don't have to roll it. Your passive insight picks up. It, she's completely sincere and serene. Okay, cool, and cool, cool, cool. Okay. It's like a, a switch just, just got flipped.
2: Like, okay, cool. Yeah, it was almost like, are you insulting me? Oh, you're not insulting yeah. me. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool.
0: Yep. You're not insulting mm-hmm. me. You're an idiot from water. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know what it is.
4: Um, the water may, de- may be deep, but their brains ain't. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but she also looks very interested in your golden scaled friend. Mm-hmm. Um.
7: And I'll just be standing there, like, letting Seisha take care of stuff. Um, I, she'd only speak up or look more interested when it comes to the diamonds because. She, well, she doesn't need those anymore, she's kind of an expert, and so yeah. she, she'll she try to yeah, keep an eye out for getting scammed, but I'm not doing anything
2: in specific. Got it. Uh, and you're only looking for a mundane locket and mundane anklet?
3: Yes, but um, I want to find a very nice locket.
1: Okay, okay. Um, so she'll... Show you a few uh, options, mm-hmm. and then as you can, as you can, um, like, you're like, no, something a little bit more, you know, unique. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I have just the thing. Uh, and we'll kind of move around the to like a section of her stall and will open up a small jewelry box and mm-hmm. uh, we will reach her arm all the way up to the elbow yep. into this small drawer uh, and will pull out uh, a rectangular shaped um, silver locket that has what appears to be like swirls engraved into it that like looks very like it looks like it has movement to it, like like the winds, wind blowing. Yeah. Um, and this is a wis- the, known as the Whispering Winds locket. It is a locket that, when opened, we'll just hear for yourself, and we'll open it, and you can hear a faint, enchanting melody reminiscent of gentle winds rustling through leaves.
3: Um, how much is it?
1: kind of thinks for a moment. 25 gold.
3: I'll take it. Oh.
1: Is there anything you wish to be inscribed on it?
3: Uh,
4: Karina would have told you her. I'm, you? I'm going
3: to uh, ask her over the telepathic bond. Karina, do you want it inscribed with anything? The locket? Oh gosh. Um. Cora Larova, K O R A. Cora Larova, K O R A.
2: And that is done so free of charge. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if it is just literally a mundane lock anklet uh, that you want. Oh, yeah,
3: just like I want something like. I know it's going to be hard to find anything gaudy here but I want to find something that I know would irritate Manchun. Okay. Something with the same vibe
4: of the flea market hair bows. Uh,
1: So yeah, so um, you're given an anklet that is, that has just this most god-awful, gaudy dragonfly.
3: Yes! Yes! (laughs) Perfect. And how much is that one?
1: 5, copper.
2: I'll take
3: it. Yes.
1: Yeah,
2: and it's, it's very kind of like where everything, most of everything that she has shown you has been eloquently crafted. Yes. This was like the flea market craft store. Yep. Like you see someone bending wire and putting yep. stones yes. in. And, yeah. and, and it, and it also like,
1: it's I want to go to the flea
3: market yeah. now. Yeah, so
1: it looks like it's made of rubies, but it's just...
3: Great it's just
1: a glass. Yeah.
3: That God. is absolutely perfect. It's it, it's a joke gift for someone. So. And she kind perfect. of like, ah, oh, oh, okay. This is making me miss the flea market so much. <laughs> I know. <right>? <laughs> <laughs> I Just want to get me like some chili cheese fries and walk around this place. <laughs> uh I, yeah, I I really appreciate your assistance. No, of course. Thank, thank you so much for the business. Well, thank you for forgiving uh, my.
1: And we'll present the anklet in a like. A, a small, like wrapped jewelry box. Yes, like, God. The, the long one that. I love
2: looks, so much. It looks, it looks elegant. The box looks elegant because yeah. everything that is boxed here love is this very... love so much. Yep. Putting, uh,
4: putting a will... toe ring
3: in a Tiffany's box. <laughs> I will actually pay thirty gold. Um, and uh, as for as the thanks for... for helping me piss off a guy. <laughs> well, it's it's as as I'm passing it over, I. I very much appreciate your forgiveness of my misstep. She mm. nods and
1: just kinda smiles.
3: Do you know where um, I could find a spell component shop? Uh, I believe there was one just over the way. Perfect, thank oh. you so much. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, what was your name?
1: Uh, my name is Isabella.
3: Isabella, I'm Stacia, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. This Good. is my friend, Rikira.
1: And Hi. Well, <laughs> And just almost, like, fascinated at just the gold scales. But it's is polite and doesn't, like,
2: stare or linger. But
7: yeah. Orkira is very used to people just staring and lingering, so none of it phases her.
2: Yep. Uh, I would also say, Orkira, um, at this moment, one of the reasons you're not involved in this interaction uh, is because the smell of, of smoke kind of fills your nostrils, something you're very familiar with, and the, the ting sound of a hammer hitting an anvil... Is nearby kind of hmm. catches your attention.
7: Uh, so as we're walking out, yeah. Saisha, yeah. um, so you're going to that shop over there, right? Yes, yes, okay. Um, I know we're not supposed to split up, but we got the thing. I'm, I'm just gonna be and she'll point wherever the, the forges that she's hearing. Uh, I'm, gonna, oh. I'm gonna be over there.
3: Yeah, um, his name is uh, Dorian, right? Karina Dorian, yes, Dorian. Yeah, oh, I didn't have a last
4: name for them. No, we didn't. Yeah, just
3: no. Dorian. Um, or Kira's going to run over there. Should she mention that she's affiliated with you? Uh, say say that the
4: Mountain Dwarf woman sent you. Uh,
3: okay. All right. Because I never gave him my name.
4: <laughs> they got along real well.
3: Um, say the, the Mountain Dwarf woman with the tall red head. There we go. That'll be okay. specific enough. Uh, he'll, he'll remember me. And I will
7: <laughs> start walking towards the, uh...
2: Got it. Um, and I'll, and work I'll go here. over the
7: forge and take care of the thing that I...
2: Yep. Sounds good. Sounds great. Uh, and it is is done so free of charge after you mention who you're with.
7: Um, <laughs> um I will actually not mention who I'm with. Okay.
2: <gasps> Got it. Yep. Okay. okay. I so love Orkira. Uh, yeah. so, so, uh... For
7: reasons, I will not. I will yeah, just... No. Yeah, no, I got you. No. I got you. So he'll just
2: ask for five gold for the time and use some of, of his wares?
7: Uh, I'll give him five and then go do what I'm gonna do, yeah. and then I will drop two more on the way out uh, and complement his setup. Got it. And
2: that's uh,
5: all? Um,
1: uh, and yeah, uh, and... Unless there is anything, like, super rare that you're looking for in the spell component.
2: Spell components are just cost of spell components. Literally, it is whatever
1: the the cost of the spell components are, you can get it. So, okay, if you wanted to get your uh, gym-encrusted bowl for Heroes' Feast, they have that.
3: Um, Oh, I didn't even think about that! Oh! How, so. much, how much
7: is it? How much is a Jim Bowl I think it's, it's
2: 250. It, I think it's listed then, in a, uh, I yeah,
7: it. I think that's
1: what it is. I think it's two uh, jim Crusted Bowl worth 250. I believe.
7: I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now and then yeah if if, yes. if they would have that Not I would have given Stacia yes. the money for that. Just, but you can you can keep going. I'll I'll take
3: I, I can cover if it's 250 I can cover it. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Oh, it is worth. Oh, it, a thousand.
1: thousand. I was wrong.
3: Ooh, ooh.
7: Can't do that. that was, yeah. That's I, a little different. I, yep. Um, Seychelles, I'll give you 470 gold kay. and say, if, if they've got the thing and, and you can help, uh, that'd be really, really cool. If not, uh, With, just get as, a bunch of diamond dust. I so think I as much as we're buying money, I'm going to be dropping
3: almost 3000 gold here. I think I can negotiate.
7: Well, do you need you can, money?
3: Um, uh, I'm gonna
1: tell you right now. It because it's a spell component. Yeah, it is worth a thousand gold.
3: I'm just gonna see if I can get a deal because I'm going to be buying three if it, diamonds. If it, if it, I, I understand what you're saying,
1: but I'm telling yeah. you, it's a thousand gold because, because it is a spell component. It is the price of the spell component.
7: Okay. Because, Seisha, if they don't you negotiate the price it. of a diamond, <laughs> it, if you get like a 500 gold piece diamond, but you negotiate it for 450, then it's a diamond that only is worth 450 gold pieces. It's only and then worth more you pay anymore. for it. It's the intent. Mm-hmm. I had a very long talk with the Phoenix a while back. Yeah. yeah.
4: Can't have uh, a life. Well, do you need money, Seisha? Um. I've got a lot. Give me just a second. It's like,
2: it's like, I'm just using 50 gold diamonds for this 500 cost. You know, I think it's worth 500 no, but gold.
3: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, doesn't, it doesn't change the value of it. It just changes it the price you pay. It doesn't say valued. It, it says yes, worth. Yes, but who sets the value? <sighs> all right. All right. I can. Um, I need 208 gold. You got it. Okay. Thank you.
2: Wireless trans- wirelessly transferred.
4: I mean, we probably, I, probably
2: no, no. I'm just giving you. Shit.
4: Given how we all keep oh, passing yeah, no, by, just gonna wander by, shove a bag into uh, into her pocket, and go reverse pickpocket and keep going. Oh wait, sh-
3: <laughs> shit. No, I need 500. I'm sorry. That's okay. You can have 500. Okay, thank you. There you go. Okay. There we go. And then I'm still looking for symbols. Uh, yeah.
1: and. There's no symbols because there's just one here. Oh. Yeah.
3: I'd go to the poisoner's shop. Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah.
1: In the, in this area? 100%, yeah. Mm -hmm. It literally says anything and everything. Oh, I see, oh wait, that's, that's that. Yeah, no, you're right. There is symbols and it actually leads you down into an underside of this market,
2: right? No, 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 so. We should have just There's had the game pulled up for city? reference. It's, it's, it's no.
3: Hey, somebody, somebody oh, log that.
1: in. Remember?
2: And, and yeah. Somebody log
3: so, in. I'm logging logging. in. <laughs> okay.
2: No, sorry.
1: Yes, it, I'm right.
4: Okay. 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 Calm okay. down. <laughs> no, no, I, wasn't, I wasn't saying it like, like that. I'm right. You're wrong. You're wrong.
1: <laughs> um, it is. Oh no. The I think it's up just a little bit from where you are. So yeah, so you basically you do find some 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 scribbling that leads down, and mm-hmm. you kind of go down into almost like an under side, and kind of like an under part Could, of
3: like in a cellar sort
4: of so mm-hmm.
2: okay. So um, you'll find like uh, I believe it's like a card reader. Um, okay. And, like, tarot cards and okay. things like that.
4: I thought you meant, like, like <gasps> it's, it's an electronic
2: chip. card no, no. reader. Um, but oh, God. oh, no, the illithids have already been here. As you're Technology giving is this, a this reading, in the reading there are words that kind of work into Thieves' Cant. And yep. you look into the symbols that are laid out. Mm-hmm. And there are different symbols of what you're looking for. Awesome. Of Different trades and wares, mm-hmm. and you recognize the symbol for poisons, oh. mm-hmm. and you point at that card. You, okay, yeah. And um, as you point at that card, very knowingly, mm-hmm. um, they nod their head and they gesture to you. And they're very silent, they uh, are cloaked in greens and purples. Um, they have a gold mask that looks to be gold-leafed, mm-hmm. and they do not speak the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they gesture to a certain area, and mm. open a box, and it's a forward, uh, it looks like a crate, but it, uh, the top and side opens, and there's a stairwell that leads down.
3: Okay, uh, over the telepathic bond, I'm going to let people know, hey, I'm, Picking up some poison, um, I went down to a card reader at this building, and I am now going down some hidden stairs. If you, you have home? to come, if you have to huh? come find oh, me, oh, oh, okay. come get a card reading and point to whatever, the, the Belladonna card. Well,
6: it depends, I can always scry you, too, so. Okay, I'm just letting you know in case I vanish. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I just feel like quoting what Horshack no, thing. No, oh yeah, she can't. Where it's like an ordinary, you. an ordinary oh, poisoner, right. right. Ilseisha oh. is possible.
3: Um, um, Petunia, actually, you can't scry on me. Oh. oh um, I, I cannot be, be magically else, scryed then. on. I can't be magically scryed on.
6: Well, I have other options.
3: Okay. Ooh. Ooh.
1: She's I, real lucky. She'll find you.
6: I've, yeah. I've, I've that or I'll get lucky. I've got a lot of ways to, to I mean, get past my mess-ups and trust me, I have plenty of them. Diviners
3: the are cool. You know where I am.
0: And I will head downstairs. Okay. Does Man- can Shun like, respond to these things? Is he a part of our telepathic <laughs> oh,
1: oh, He He can hear, but he, he only you can hear him in this. Got it. Okay, cool. Yep.
6: Only you get the peanut gallery content. Yep. Yep.
0: You, how do you guys get You know, like people done, who have honestly? chat
4: open during the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the I feel longer that I've <laughs> seen
0: the more I'm embarrassed you're me. I can me. take the thing that I have. Good.
1: I know what you were saying. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Okay, but go ahead.
1: Um, so, yeah, so you kind of go down and you find yourself in an under market. Mm-hmm. And you have found the black market.
3: Oh! I found the black market, guys!
2: Uh, Wait, that's real? Sure as hell is. Vastly fewer yeah. Uh, stalls. Yeah, people. I mean,
1: there's only, like, five.
2: Yeah. And it was, like, the five cards laid out. Which one are yeah. you leading for? Uh, and uh, you're given that card. Oh, she gave it to me. Yes. Okay, got it. They completely close. Oh, cloak they not t- okay, You got don't it. know. Um, you can assume that they can either magically make new ones, or mm-hmm. they have a multitude of these. Yep. But mm-hmm.
1: there is a... Wander, like, full of just weapons and and of every sort and and sight. There's armor of every sort and sight. Do I There's... see any
3: Gatholin steel? I'm just kind of curious if it's down here.
2: Um, but. as, yes. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Yep. Okay. Uh, um, not a lot. I mean, like yeah. one. You see, like yeah. one piece of it, and that's it.
2: But anytime, like. If you linger at that one or whatever, uh, they'll go to check your card, and then they'll point you away from any place except for the one thing you came for. Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: Um, as, as he comes up, I just kind of move my cloak a little bit, tap mine, nice piece, okay. and then walk on.
2: Yeah. And then just nods and points mm-hmm. you in the same direction mm-hmm. of where you're headed towards uh, the poison shop.
1: Yep. Yes. And you see a tall and gaunt figure, draped in dark clothing that seems to blend seamlessly with the shadows. He has very pale, almost ghostly skin. His His sharp features are accented by the dim light that often surrounds him. His eyes are piercing shades of green and he has very long, thin fingers, almost like a serpentine quality as they move with purpose. And you can see there's a pendant around his neck adorned with a small vial containing a deep black liquid that appears to writhe and
2: pulse within. Okay. No silver in it. Nope. Mm-hmm.
3: I figured you would have mentioned that. <laughs> that would have been kind of a big deal.
2: Mm.
3: <laughs> um, what, uh, what lineage does he appear to be?
2: Hard to tell, and you see yeah. that even in this dark area, um, the glass. He has round spectacles that sit perched at the end of his nose, and he mm-hmm. kind of sunken eyes, very chiseled cheekbones, but round ears. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, just kind of. Hard to tell in this lighting. Yeah, and he smells, and
1: he has, I mean, this like wickedly large smile.
2: Okay. And you hold up the card and he'll take it and put it into he'll open up his coat and it'll disappear into the black void
8: mm-hmm.
2: that is there. Yep. Yeah. What are you looking for?
3: I'm looking for something that I can use with this. And I tap my poisoner's bracer.
2: Okay. Uh, Or. That can. Anything that could be added to a blade. Yes. Hmm. I have a few of those. And you see, like, he's standing, and there's, like, a small, like, bookshelf or two that looks old and rickety, and there's, like, an old cart kind of that they sit on. And there's, like, one or two potions. Mm-hmm. sitting behind them. There's not many. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: do I recognize any of them as
2: sanity potions? Uh, you do not. Okay. Uh, that is not a poison. Fair, yeah. But, but I, like. You said po- potion, so I
0: was. Depends on if you ask
2: an avalanche. <laughs> but, like, a, like, there's like only less than a handful actually behind him. And he goes, I have just about every poison there is.
4: You gotta trust a poison shop guy that talks like that.
2: What is, um, you know, uh, how deep is your pocketbook?
3: I have about 500 gold
2: on me. Mm, that limits your options, but yes. I have various things that you can, uh, that could be inv- of in- interest to you.
8: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. <laughs> so, uh, bu- 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 stop. I have something poured from the celestials themselves, something from vile vermin, something from the dark elves, other creatures from places like this, but more cavernous. Um.
3: Right now I'm using a uh, women's poison. (coughs) I found that that has worked very well with my uh, efforts. Uh. Something that uh, increases uh, the effect of the blow, perhaps. Although I am curious about the c-
2: celestial one, the wavered poison is far outside your. Oh face. yes, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but the one from celestials. I I, I, I'm going. I'm looking for
1: my
3: page number. You don't get a page number. Only <laughs> Zool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm consorting my cloak. <laughs> It's
4: actually an imp under the table that has his, like, price sheet.
2: <laughs> Bill. Uh, and he'll reach into the cloak, and his hand will disappear into the shadows mm-hmm. and pull something out. And this is like, extremely rare. I could give it to you for 400 gold pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Damn it,
3: Lord. Lauren. <laughs>
2: But what are you hunting? This is mostly affected on undead and Uh, likes where celestials find their blade most dangerous.
3: Abominations.
2: (laughs) Nothing kills aberrations.
3: Unfortunately, that's why I'm looking for something that hurts them more.
2: I know of no such poison, but if you find one, let me know. Oh, absolutely.
3: All right then, Uh, what is the Dark Elf poison that you have?
2: Hmm. This one, well within your price range. You could even buy two if you wish. Mm -hmm. They'll be ill for an hour.
3: Incapacitated ill or just? Depending
2: on how hard
3: it hits them. That shouldn't be a problem.
2: More so, how well the poison takes, not how hard you swing. Mm.
3: All right. And um, you said you had some from creatures.
2: Yes. I have a centipede, um, a cockatrice. An mm-hmm, edocap, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. too too much. Oh yeah, just out. Uh, sorry, the cockatrice is just outside your price range. <laughs> Unfortunate. Um, an edocap, grell, imp, a pseudo dragon, and even a sprite. Um,
3: what does the pseudo dragon poison do? That's a new one.
2: He'll go to pull it out and uh, again reaches into the cloak as it disappears Mm -hmm. and holds it up. Um, And you see something that kind of shimmers in a various amount of colors. Okay. Um, But... uh, It's fairly similar to the drow, but... uh, possibly a little bit more potent. Actually, I would say a lot more potent.
1: All right. Oh, all. Yeah, no, it's not, not at all. It's actually a weaker draw poison.
2: Oh, what is this one?
1: Uh, other <laughs> stuff that.
2: Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. But, um. We'll go over the, the list with you time mm-hmm. and time again. And you're mm-hmm. looking just for something. What specifically are you looking for? And we'll find one that fits. I was,
3: I was hoping for something that uh, increases damage. Okay. Or uh, is paralytic, maybe? That kills bards maybe?
2: instantly. Uh, vaporizes instantly? Is that oh, yes, yeah, that'd be great. That, that, I said that kills bards instantly.
0: <laughs>
3: Only the one.
0: <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> carrion crawler. Uh, how much is
2: that? That one
0: is, I believe, it's in my person. life and in the lives of twelve babies.
2: Yeah. Uh, two hundred. <clears throat> and a chul
1: paralytic as well.
2: Uh, I have uh, a chul and a, a carrion crawler. All
0: right. Chul is four fifty.
2: Yeah, the chul is four fifty. And The crawler, crawler is only two hundred.
0: terrible <coughs> oh, I'm not muted. I
2: feel.
3: What's the difference between the two? It's, it's such a big price point difference, I'm curious.
2: The crawlers and he pulls that out and you can see it's like very mucusy and mm-hmm. thick. Oh, so that would work well in the bracer, I'm Brace. guessing. Um yeah, and he goes, This is more of a contact poison than an in one that is needed for injury. Mm. So as long as it makes contact with the skin of someone. Mm-hmm then it will do its job. Um, and this person, while poisoned, typically lasting around a minute, will be paralyzed. All right. However, uh-huh. their body can fight against its effects. Mm-hmm. You
1: make it. You include, that's what that is. is you do that. So.
2: Yeah. And
1: the tool is easier to modify. Got it. That's
2: like fifteen instead of thirteen. Got it. Hold
1: on. Same thing.
2: Yeah. And then the tool is uh, the same thing, but uh, higher DC. Yeah. More. More potent. Okay.
3: Um, how much did we pay for the potion of heroism? I don't remember. How much were those worth? From when? Um, I don't know. I just have a potion of hero. Oh, I think I got it from V.
2: Yeah. 187 episodes in. I don't know. <laughs> no, uh, what,
3: what are
4: you doing with your spare time?
2: <laughs> what spare time?
3: Why aren't you memorizing every price from every... Probably episode? has got a point. <laughs> <Or 200? laughs> we don't get
1: a lot of spare time. I got it. Okay. okay. Got it. All yeah. Right.
3: Two hundred. I, I have a proposition. And if it is not... Acceptable, that's fine. I have this, and I pull out the potion of heroism. Okay. If I were to give you this and 500 gold, could I get two of the uh, contact poisons? Those were the stronger one, right?
2: Uh, The chul one? Yeah. That you were looking for? uh, The chul one was 450 all by itself. Oh. The... Uh, carrion crawler one was a lot cheaper, which was 200, 200 which you could buy two of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could just
3: buy two flat out. I wouldn't have to barter. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll take the two.
2: Okay, got it. Um, Will, uh, with that, if you wanted to throw that in, I'll say, I could quickly increase the potency of these. Not as much as the chule one, but... Mm-hmm at least make it a little bit more Absolutely. potent for you if you want to throw in that potion. that could probably 100%. sell. Hundred percent. Okay. Got it. And you'll have two crawler mucuses. Okay. Um, Gross. I was literally about to
0: say that's crawler. This what. Is, <laughs> what? Ew. And uh, instead of
1: a instead of a, a
0: DC thirteen,
1: it's a DC fifteen.
3: Nice. Okay.
1: Yeah. So Imagine
0: and you'll see farm, him because farmer and you're just like putting on the coat every morning going,
2: I could have done anything else. <laughs> uh, and you'll see him like pull out a couple of things and then pull from it. This wooden like circular thing that hold like can hold has a bunch of holes in it can hold a bunch of vials mm-hmm. and uh, connects to a crank mm-hmm. and he'll throw them in. Mm-hmm. Um, mix them with something else, shake them up, um, and then put them in, and then crank it really quick, and making a, uh, a hand-crank centrifuge, mm-hmm. as they all mix together real quick, and he'll hand, hand those to you. Awesome. Um,
1: but And uh, with that, uh, I believe that's all of our shopping.
2: And yep. he'll go, if you ever need anything else, you know where to find my card. Ask for Malachi.
3: Thank you, Malachi. And I will uh, make my way back upstairs. All
1: right. Uh, all right. The other three who are, you're, you're going to find Aben, right? Yes. Yep. All right. So you quickly learn as you try to find the lower city
4: mm-hmm.
1: that it is not a quick jump.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, it's like walking from one end of Waterdeep to the other. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, okay.
1: Um. So.
3: Nice roll.
1: You can.
2: The city may not be as, uh, long, as Waterdeep, yeah. but it's nearly just as big. Uh, yeah, yeah. Perfect... I see the poster on the
4: wall. Yeah. So not Atlanta,
6: but New York. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Take that, but reverse. reverse it.
6: Yeah.
2: Okay. Not <laughs> New York, but Atlanta. Oh, got it. Okay. There you go. Um. But uh, if you want to continue, or do you want to wait?
4: Yeah. I want to continue.
2: Okay. Oh, I'm going to say,
0: should we keep going? If we get in trouble for whatever reason, and we are on the opposite side of the city, it'll be very difficult for everybody else to get to us. That having been said. I will 100% back you. I think the three of us can handle anything. I don't expect us to cause any problems.
4: My understanding is he's one foot in the grave already. He could be dead by the time we get there.
0: Dark? But okay.
3: Uh, to Are you doing this over the bond? Yeah. I, we we also I guess so, yeah. We also did tell him we'd be there this morning. So he's yeah. expecting people. Okay. Yeah.
0: Then
2: let's let's do it. Uh, should we get a carriage? Do they have those? Uh, they they do have carriages, but something that <laughs> I was uh, gonna say,
4: do they have like a rickshaw, or, like a tuk tuk? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, there there is definitely rickshaws here in the upper city, um, as you see. Yeah,
4: but we're going to lower city, baby.
2: <laughs> and you can take one of those to lower city, but they will not pass the wall. Yeah. Um, and it'll be just five copper per person. Um,
1: actually, what you can take though is a fairy
2: you can take a fairy.
4: okay how much is the fairy
1: yeah um. yeah oh, uh, one more. silver per person
0: i'll uh, i'll pay for everybody okay
1: yeah and that's probably going to be the fastest yeah because yeah. instead of like going you can especially with like the the slope and, and like the drop and then all of that, yeah. taking the ferry and just going straight down and around, yeah. it should put you there. And, and a lot of the, the people who are going from the upper city to the lower city do take the ferry.
2: Yeah, it does stop at the, the mid gate for anybody to get off before it crosses over into the lower half of the city. Um, but as you continue forward. Um, yep,
1: um, but uh, as you make your way, um, off of the ferry and into the winding and narrow streets of the lower city, the atmosphere changes dramatically from where you were before. The air grows heavier and more humid, carrying with it a mixture of scents that range from pungent aroma of open food stalls to the faint undertones of dampness and decay. This makes me kind of sad. uh, as there is no plumbing here.
4: Yeah, Mm. poor Aben.
1: The buildings here, leaning precariously over the cobblestone streets, seem to bear the weight of the years and struggles of the city's inhabitants.
2: Amidst this gritty and weathered landscape, you spot what you're looking for. The rundown villa, its once grand architecture, now stands as a faded testament to past opulence. The villa's once vibrant paint has peeled away in places, revealing the worn and weathered wood beneath. The windows, once adorned with intricate ironwork, now bear the marks of time and neglect, their glass panes dirty and cracked. Harold, this kind of reminds you of uh, Mert's place. But uh, the villa's front gate, once an impressive wrought iron entrance, now sags slightly on its hinges. The gate's intricate design is tarnished with rust and locks hang open as if to invite anyone who dares to explore within. The path leading up to the villa's entrance is overgrown with unruly weeds as nature seems to reclaim what has been abandoned.
1: As you approach the villa, the echoes of the bustling lower city fade into the background replaced by an eerie silence broken only by the distant cries of seagulls and the creaking of the dilapidated structure. The windows, half-shrouded in dusty curtains, seem to hold um, a heavy weight to them. Vines and ivy snake their way up the exterior walls, further enshrouding the villa in a shroud
2: of neglect. What are you guys doing?
4: Heading up towards the house.
2: Okay. Yep. Um, You walk and the boards kind of creak and give to your weight. Mm-hmm. as you stand on the porch and knock and there's a creaking mm-hmm. of weathered door hinges that heralds the arrival of an old butler a figure that seemed to blend blends seamlessly with the faded grandeur of the villa itself his attire though once undoubtedly sharp and proper now hangs on him like a relic of a bygone era mm-hmm. his silver hair is neatly combed and his posture remains impeccable despite the passage of time and with a practiced and solemn expression The butler greets you with a gentle nod, his eyes carrying countless memories. His voice, though frail, carries an air of respect and formality as he addresses you. Welcome. The master has been expecting you. Please,
1: follow me.
5: Thank you. Oh, but uh, just
0: a note, I have taken off my mask at this point. Okay. I
4: figured you had, yeah.
0: Yeah,
5: I'm not gonna... <laughs> Ma, like <you're> like, <laughs> hey, fella! Oh, I see, I see. I see, I see. Got it. I Karina I does say over the
4: telepathic bond. This makes me really sad for him. What's going on? Can, uh, Every, everything's in a horrible state.
0: It is clear he used to be okay. with a lot of money, and now they've taken basically everything from him.
1: And the butler turns and you follow his lead through the dimly lit corridors of this villa the air feels cooler here as if untouched by the outside world the journey takes you up a creaking flight of stairs the steps worn and polished from years of use the butler's steady pace is a contrast to the slow rhythm of your footsteps echoing through the quiet halls as you reach the end of the corridor the old butler pushes open a heavy wooden door revealing a master bedroom The room is bathed in a soft, filtered light that seeps through thick curtains drawn against the afternoon sun. The air is heavy with the scent of aged wood, a hint of potpourri and the faint medicinal aroma that often accompanies chambers of the infirm.
2: In the center of the room lies a large, ornate bed, draped in rich fabrics that have dulled with time, propped up by pillows. An old man rests upon the bed, his form frail and shrouded in the folds of the blanket his skin is wrinkled and thin like parchment tracing the passages of countless years the lines etched into his face tell tales of laughter sorrow and the weight of a lifetime of experiences the old butler approaches the bedside his steps hushed on the thick carpet and his voice a gentle murmur as he addresses the man on the bed master forsworn your guests have arrived
1: And the old man stirs, his eyes opening to reveal a gaze that still holds a spark of life, albeit dimmed. He motions for you to come closer with a trembling hand, and the old butler withdraws, granting you a private moment. As you approach, you can feel the weight of the room's history enveloping you. The old man's voice is faint, but carries a sense of gravitas as he speaks.
2: Are you the ones that sent them message He points to yes sir his brow. I are you friends of my sons? You look far too young.
4: Oh, you flatter me sir.
2: But if you are his adventuring party, then I can I uh, I have heard of adventurers finding means of and Kyle kind of holds up his hand. Prolonging life.
4: It's more that we crossed paths with your son at one point, and things weren't going very well for him, and he wanted us to deliver something to you. But I'm very sorry, sir. We were beset by bandits at one point and lost the item, but I felt wrong to not at least continue. To come to you
2: a heavy brow of perplexity and confusion and worry yeah,
4: he asked us to deliver a sword but we we also did not see the outcome of what he endured so I unfortunately do not know
2: uh,
4: exactly what happened I merely
2: is he
0: okay in a manner of speaking
4: okay. he's not dead. That's the best I can offer in the moment. I apologize.
2: And uh, he, he couldn't come here himself. I Your don't... son. Thank
0: you. Has been entangled in something far beyond the reckoning of any of us in this room.
8: You can and see. And I'm certain.
0: That if he were capable of being here, this would be the place he would go.
2: And you see a look of self-reflection and understanding. Not in the way that George is, because yeah. he obviously doesn't know. But yeah. being wrapped up in something and not being there.
4: Yeah.
2: Something he knows a little bit too well.
4: But if it'll speak at all to why we're here, when we witnessed a dire moment, his thoughts were of you. Hmm. For whatever that can be worth to your heart.
2: Surprising, actually. We had disagreements when he left.
4: Don't all parents and children.
2: It became hard to communicate with him after his mother passed.
4: I'm very sorry for her passing.
2: It was sudden just over there and his eyes drift over to the balcony.
4: Karina feels a lump in her throat. Is there a place we may deliver flowers?
2: If you feel you must, I'll have I'll have him tell you where it is. Thank you. Mr. Forsworn. Bertrand. Uh, my butler. Yes. But um I guess in retrospection, I'm also to blame for being away so much beholden to my work for her disagreements and our miscommunication I was so focused on the Merchants League
0: I'm certain that George likely didn't understand how much your work allowed him the lifestyle that he he went through
2: it's not that it's that I was the only one he had and I wasn't there I can't blame him. He found solace in his friends in the streets. As much as he wanted to defy me before she was gone, he wouldn't even hear my words after. But I wish, I wish he didn't leave all those years ago. If there's
4: anything we can do to help, Communicate with him in these rough times. Anything you might know that could help we we want to help him as much as we can but we find ourselves at a loss, sir.
2: And he'll take a shaky hand and kind of place it on top of yours as he looks towards you and goes I, I don't have much time
4: I understand.
2: I just want him to know I'm sorry. And uh, I I love him.
5: He loves you too.
0: You were not diminished in his heart. I I think that in the moments that he knew something terrible was happening to him, he wanted you to know the same things.
2: You can see that he's just kind of brushing off anything that seems to appease his heart or his mind yeah as he he continues and goes all he wishes i hope he's become a man he can be proud of my pride does not matter anymore i'm proud he followed his dreams i'm only angry at myself for Pushing him away and not being there when he needed me.
4: We'll, we'll make sure he knows. Is there anything, is there anything we can do for you at the end of all things?
2: I do not need trinkets of remembrance.
4: No, of course not. Last wishes, rights, anything you wish.
2: As I said, if you see him, tell him I'm sorry. If it matters, tell him I love him. It does. It does. And uh, he'll always have a home here at the gate.
4: One moment. Uh, Can you guys
2: check your messenger, by the way?
4: I'm going to reach into my bag and pull Simone out very carefully so as to not startle the poor man. Can you repeat that you love him one more time?
2: You have means of letting him hear it?
4: Yes, she's not terribly advanced. She can only do simple things, so... A simple I love you.
2: And he'll say more and just say, Son, I love you. Yes, Bertrude, what is it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Wrong room. Pardon
4: me. Some of us are in our 30s and require digestive help. <laughs> oh, you blessed child.
8: <laughs>
0: um.
4: Sorry, I need an Alka-Seltzer real bad like behind the
0: scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at your uncomfortableness. It's just the way you said it. Please. Back. Sir, I know you love your son, but I need this alka <laughs> so you don't understand.
4: <laughs> oh, thank you, Bertrand, for that Alka-Seltzer <laughs> trash. <laughs> 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 oh, sure. no,
2: no, no. Uh, yeah, so. He says, okay, so, so, son, I love you. Okay. Let me write that down. Yeah, so, okay. Mister,
4: mm-hmm. right. I'll
2: make sure Warn. he hears Lord, Lord, it. Lord
6: Huh? I'm um, learned in certain magics, and I understand you might have been under the impression our associate was someone else when communicating with you. Um,
2: ah, yes. I... At first, I thought it was Adorin, and then hearing a strange rasping voice, I figured it was one of the angels.
6: No, but she might as well be. Um, what I mean to offer is, um, I, I I know you feel like your time is coming and while none of us can really truly understand, um, I do have some abilities to reach over to other planes of existence, other planes of life and ask questions and while those questions may be simple I could perhaps pass some messages along if you would like to
8: Hmm.
2: (sighs) what does a heart that hasn't been able to say anything for nearly. F- God, how many decades has it been? Give us a number. <laughs> uh, but he'll go, I mean, unless she's heard my prayers at her stone. And he goes and he starts thinking, si- 60 years she's gone.
6: Perhaps that question might be a good one to ask first, is as if she's heard you, and then if not, maybe start from there.
2: Well, I don't think we have that much time, and some things <laughs> I don't want you to hear.
6: I understand. That's true.
2: <laughs>
6: really an offer.
4: Is there. Any artwork of a family pet around?
2: No. Uh-uh. Damn. But um, he'll i say- trying
4: to be sweet to this old man, yeah. let me hear <laughs> this.
2: Yeah, he'll <laughs> say, I-, I do want to thank you for your kind gesture. Uh, I think I'll be seeing her soon enough, so.
4: Well then here, I'm gonna take some seeds. I'm going to druidcraft two uh, Night Sky Roses. I'm going to hand him one.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: And this one will be waiting at her.
0: And this um, this memory that we've all shared together of us having this conversation if we are able to we will show your son so that he may see the exact things you've said in your voice.
2: You are far too kind and If he has friends like you, I know, again, my pride set aside means nothing, but I'm proud he's met people like you.
4: There's nothing more beautiful than a parent who truly loves their child. And for Harold and Petunia, Karina sounds extremely hurt to say that.
1: Uh, And he'll, like give you a, like a double squeeze on your hand um, before, uh, but. And she'll kind of pat yeah. his. Uh, and you can tell it's it's very weak. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but as the conversation draws to a close, uh, the old butler Bertrand reappears. Yes. His eyes filled with a mix of sadness and respect, but ready to guide you back out of the room, leaving uh, Avon his thoughts and memories
4: as we leave Bertrand I'll stop and say if you find yourself with nothing else at the end of all things come to Waterdeep there's a tavern there and we'll make sure you're taken care of for your undoubtedly
0: loyal service spirits of Trollskull
1: That is very kind of you. If these old bones can get me there, I'll be there.
4: If you have a way to send word, we'll gladly come pick you up.
1: Do they still send word via message in bottles?
4: Oh, they have new means now.
1: Good, good, good. Uh, I will give
6: him one of my paper birds.
1: I was about to ask. Yeah. (laughs) Got it.
4: Okay. And we'll explain to him how to
6: use yeah, it. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, 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 of course. Uh, and he will guide you, up, I'm sure, asking about the grave or yeah. the uh, uh, yeah, burial Yeah, for place. sake of expediency. He'll actually lead you to the back of the property. Okay. And, and that is where she is laid to rest.
4: I will leave the rose, and then for Karina's own heart, she is going to do a small plant growth in a square around the plot, mm-hmm. just of... Lilies of the Valley.
0: Okay, cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Harold is going to softly suggest to her that she make another next to it.
4: And Karina is.
2: And you see that there is a space. It's not dug yet. Yeah. And there's no gravestone waiting as a looming death. Yeah. And
4: Karina will surround that one with lilies as well.
1: Yeah. And of all of the places on the property. That are overgrown and just vine ridden. This is the only place that has mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. taken care of.
4: Yep. And I'm actually going to plant that rose that she grew into the soil of yep. uh, Got it. of the wife's grave. Yep.
1: And you can see in like your passive perceptions could see on the butler's cuffs and
2: hems there was dirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the day draws closer to an end, um, you notice that you're fighting sunlight, and for those that are in the lower half of the city, many people are looking at you as you're new and different, but not quite making their move, but you can make your way to the ferries before it becomes we, dangerous. We
3: hit all the food carts in the wide and get as much food on sticks as we can.
2: <laughs> Easily enough. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, mark off a gold. Yep. Awesome.
3: Karina's um.
4: gonna neck an entire corn dog. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um.
2: And by the time you all get there, you're kind of being ushered out of the wide by the watch mm. yeah. as um, uh, kind of they're they're like, alarms and stuff like that, but not like, uh, not alarms like bells and, mm-hmm. and things yeah, like that light, kind light. of ring in the ushering of the end of the market day. Yep.
3: We um, don't we don't press and try to stay or anything. Yeah, like yeah. That. Um, we're we're well behaved. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: You can see the market clear as those that do close down the shops or closing down the shops. You can wait on the outside near the sign um, that glows just on the outside, uh, letting anybody that asks. Just so you know, you can't enter. Like, oh, mm-hmm. we're waiting for people to meet up. Eventually, you all meet up back together. Mm-hmm.
1: And with that, uh, you come together. One. Yeah, what do you guys do? What do y'all do?
2: I
3: guess maybe we should get an in-room, or do we want to yeah. just go ahead I and travel back? Are, are you okay? I'm fine.
0: We had a, we had an ordeal. It was Thank you for going. going.
6: <sighs> emotional, not...
0: Yeah, it was just emotional. I'm I don't think we should we waste went. any more time. We need to get to the sea of stars every time we wait. I can we're risking
4: it. I can get us out of here if we get to that tree again. Or a tree.
2: Where is a tree? I can here? take us straight to the sea of stars. Oh, that's right. You look around the city and everywhere that you've gone, and, yeah, and the Korean's city like, itself. Fuck. There is no trees. No yeah. trees.
7: Something tells me it won't be that hard to leave, or at least yeah. not as hard as it was to enter. So uh, we, can, we can go, and then do we want to... Camp here before we go or do we wanna I would suggest no. we
3: camp outside the city before we leave, unless it's no, I, I think we should I think we should get to the Sea of Stars immediately. I don't I want agree. to sleep
4: there. I think it's worse to sleep here personally. We, I think both are gonna suck.
7: We are too So we might as well go suck
4: over. I there. just We're I too obvious.
3: Here. I don't want our minds made available to the things that live in the Sea of Stars. Just
1: the Sea of Fallen Stars, just, you know, like the entire place, it's yeah. not like, this area is taken over by the, like, yeah. it's a, it's a full on like area of Faerun, oh, yeah, so you
3: yeah, I'm a little paranoid <laughs> about Atlas. <Avalus. Yeah.
4: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll sleep in shifts, but I just feel like here, there's too much of a target on us, and people talk. We were getting made. Yeah, we're, we were getting made very easily. And a lot of people saw us.
0: and Frankly, I don't see any reason why we can't just do it right here.
4: Yeah. All right.
0: Everybody. They already
4: they already talk rumors about us. Let's give them something to talk about. <laughs>
3: I whip the cloak off and <laughs> hand it back to her. <laughs> All right, they got something to talk about. Let's do this. All
0: right. Got it. And I will look at all of them. Uh, I'm familiar with this place. I'm assuming. At this point,
2: uh, where okay. are you trying to go specifically? Think uh, of think of the Sea of Stars. We like need... the hold on, like the Mediterranean. So if you're like, I'm going to the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah. You could end up anywhere. Anywhere.
3: We need to go to I'm... Brassoon.
2: That's where I'm trying to go.
3: Nope, not Brassoon. Um I cannot read the Zai-foo? word Zifu. Zifu. Definitely. Mm. No, no. Am,
2: uh... Oh God, i oh like my...
3: four words here. It was and the I can't same day,
2: them. so I'll give it to you. Brasune <laughs> is not called Brasune anymore. Is it Arc No, that's the okay. that's the land. Okay. Look for an R. Tell me you
3: <laughs> seriously don't have an R in here.
2: Reth. R E T H. I have that. Oh yeah. In here. That okay. was not Rith. what you got from the guy. That's what you got from Legend Lore.
8: Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's um, why cuz I didn't have a book chance to I,
3: read. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to transcribe those notes. Yeah, that's why. so
2: there's there's that. Um,
3: uh, we need to go to Rith.
2: Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: go ahead and roll me a, just go ahead and roll me a D100. Are you casting? Know. You're casting teleport? Yep. Okay, roll me D one hundred.
7: You got this. You got this.
0: I oh, got it. Thirty.
8: Ooh.
0: Blessing okay. of luck. I, I don't think it works on D 100s I think it
3: does. It work on any roll or blessing of luck. I could I'll look track. it up myself.
1: Uh, it's not. It's uh. It's. it's it like and... Yeah. Okay. Attacks, abilities, checks, yada yada yada. But, um,
3: <clears throat> yeah, okay. This is going. Uh,
1: go. Petunia, what are your um, portents? Uh, or...
6: a natural twenty. One is one of them, and a nine is the other.
1: Okay. Um, I I would uh, allow you to add twenty to that roll.
6: I will. <laughs> because you're offering. <laughs> And, Feels and, like a good And call. I'm not having to figure this out myself. Okay. Cool. That seems like a sign.
0: It's, it's We were almost off target.
3: I'm <laughs> really concerned where we would have wound up, considering where we are. We would
0: have wound up very far away and also extremely hurt.
3: Uh, possibly in the Nine Hells.
7: No, I think we stay on the same plane. I think it's just, mm. you know. Yeah, but you it's know. Baldur's Gate. Hey, I mean... Icewind Ice Dale sounds really good this time of year. Which, if I've seen it
2: <laughs> once,
0: I, I guess out. we would be off target, but I don't know for
2: sure. Mm. Um, but, anyways, uh, so you add 20, so that is going to be a 50? Plus some other stuff, because it was a natural 20 that you put into that, so... Thank
6: but, you. Um, so kind of the DMs.
1: I mean, it, I mean yeah, I mean, it, it uses your natural 20 portent, so... And as luck would have it... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your oh, hell,
3: since we're getting ready to leave, anyways, as Harold is doing this, I activate my divine form just to help just her to with something her goal. great.
1: Go just ahead and mark that off. Something. You don't
3: have it for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Yep, good great. Thank you. how late in the day is it? I thought it was evening. It is, you said everything shut here.
2: Anyway. <laughs> you know, how when you how? fly across the world, and I didn't think
3: it was that far away.
2: <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. the it's the middle of, like, so if okay. Faerun is, like, all of, like, Asia and Europe. Okay. So, you're, like, yeah. you're on you're uh, in oh. Spain, and you're going to, like, the middle of Russia. I didn't realize it was that big. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah.
3: yeah. Can I and not do that then? <laughs> mm, depends I'm on call.
2: How, how on target I'm... do you want to be?
3: No, let's just, a, you know I'm what, it's too. fine. It's I, fine. I'm good with nothing. Using
2: yet if, if nope, we think you if said if we're crossing
3: it. that many time zones. Yep. I'm gonna
1: I, I'm gonna say you use it. Yep.
3: Okay.
1: I'm gonna say that Ow. Seisha in that moment of ha ha, <laughs> like middle fingers to you. <laughs> hey,
3: hey Karina, what? watch this. What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> with uh. a flash. <laughs>
2: Um,
4: When Karina loses her carefully crafted chill she's had the whole day by just going, ah!
2: (laughs) But a flash of arcane light, you have that sinking feeling of your stomach gets jaunted up into your throat once again. Um, You reappear and instantly just taken back by... You've never teleported this far before, so it takes a second for it all to...
4: I mean, arguably, I've teleported much further.
2: (laughs) 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 That's fair. Um, But you see the haunting beauty of some new city before you, and that is where we're going to end tonight's session.
3: Yeah. Okay, good, so I'm walking into a city
7: As an angel. I'm sure this is fine. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, I'm assuming we were going to go, and then when we got there, just hunker down, have a long rest, and enter the city. Or not enter the city. I don't know if we even have to enter the city. That was my assumption. If I'm wrong, I am wrong.
6: Both of you assume
3: we get a choice. Ethan, (laughs) did you Mm -hmm. see the note about four diamonds? Yes.
7: Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, Mm -hmm. I responded to it as well. Yeah. I didn't see Ethan, so... I'll respond
2: soon.
4: I'm obsessed with every NPC you gave us, by the way. Uh, yeah.
2: I, I will <laughs> say...
3: I really liked Malachi.
2: Just for the quick before we cut to black, it does look like a very Mediterranean, uh, Grecian, Roman, Turkish style of, Fuck yeah. of architecture. Awesome. For those so we that may have played good. in the Patreon yeah. game uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. Uh, but oh God... <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: but yeah. Teleport us home now <laughs> I also I also just realized from from Karina's world, she's gonna think this place is lousy with loxodons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Because
4: we had an area that looked like Greece, that's where all the loxodons live.
1: But thank you all so much Aww. for joining us tonight. Um, we're
3: terrified. Yeah. No, it's fun. It's fun. I'm excited. No, no, I'm no, just no, we're terrified because of the game on Saturday yeah. and where we just landed.
4: I know,
7: I I didn't have anything to do with that game, though, so I think everything's fine.
4: I'm also going to be mourning Ben forever now.
7: (sighs) Yeah. What a sweet old man. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: And now I just have this old man's last wish in my raven, which feels... Very appropriate. I feel like the Raven Queen, you know, should like make me Employee of the Month for that. <laughs> yeah,
7: uh, yeah, like this is this is so Raven Queen. My, like oh that's so Raven Queen. So that's Raven Queen. So oh Raven like, yeah. queen. But,
2: uh, A note that you all said earlier about Baldur's uh, Baldurians being uh, hateful, curmudgeons is kind of true. Um, not, but also not racially, but towards outsiders. <laughs> except when you're spending money. If you're spending money, you're best friends. Yep. yep.
3: Uh, you New York family, I totally so I forgot about the So it's shield, New York City, basically. That. I was like, oh,
2: no. Be yeah. to each other. May you always roll, roll with advantage. Good night, everybody.
5: Good night! Oh, exhausting <laughs> And as you can see, the pants still sort of fit. <clears throat> wait, wait, where are you going? Come back!